Hello and welcome to the AIS training hall for tonight's matchup between the AIS and the Bendigo Spirit here in the first AIS Basketball Network game of 2008. Craig Ravel and Michelle Hocking joining you in the commentary box as we get set for what should be a very interesting game, Michelle. Bendigo, are, um, every game's important for Bendigo. They're sitting in fourth spot. They've got teams breathing down their neck and they've got the Capitals tomorrow. So they want to come out tonight. And this AIS group, you know, they're just, they're unpredictable, that youth and talent. And uh, they've had some really good performances this season. So, you know, they really have to be on, Bendigo will have to be on top of their game to, to uh, beat the AIS tonight. When, you know, some of those girls are having great seasons. They are indeed. You spoke to the two coaches ahead of tonight's matchup. What's on tonight's game? Uh, look, it's such an important game for us. Um, we're in a situation where it becomes must-win. We've got Danny Long breathing down our neck, so um, we've got to give it all we've got tonight, and hopefully we can come away with a win. Right, and I guess the AIS is one of those sort of unknowns. You know, they're young, they're talented. Some weeks they'll put it all on the floor and they'll come out firing. Other weeks they're not so good. So you, how do you prepare for a group like that? Uh, look, you just prepare for them. Like they are going to have their night out, and um, we know how talented the group is, so... We're just prepared and um, we know they've got a lot of weapons and we're just hoping that tonight's one of those nights that they don't have out. So, And your group, you know, first season in the league, it's been a pretty successful season so far and I'm sure that you want to be there in the finals playoffs. But, you know, putting a new group together, um, a whole new program, I guess, in many ways, while Bendigo's got a tradition of great basketball um, in Australia, it's, it's a big challenge for yourself, for the girls and for the town. How's that been for you? Yeah, look, it's been great. It's been a long and hard journey. There's no doubt about that, and it still has its problems. But um, with, with anything that's brand new, you, you have your cheating problems, and we're working through a lot of things that um, we want to we make better. But, you know, on court, we've, I think we've been uh, very good this year, and we've, I think we've surprised a lot of teams. I don't think they thought we'd be as, as competitive as what we've been. And, look, if we can make the playoffs in our first year, it'd be just sensational for the franchise. Absolutely. And I guess key matchups for tonight? Uh, look, I think, you know, the bigs, obviously, with um, Caleb Francis and Mariana Tolo, that's, that's certainly a, a big job for us. But, you know, we, we think we've got capable players in Gabe Richards and Karen Ashby and uh, Jasmine Finnegan to come in and, and, and do the job for us as well. And hopefully we may have a little bit of an edge in experience. So hopefully that's where we can win the game. Good luck for tonight. Thank you very much. Dean, important um, game for you guys tonight. You've got some new faces I see in your group there. Um, what's the plan? Uh, get out and get after them. We, uh, look, we, it's a whole different contest for us. Uh, last time we played them, we didn't have Kayla, Tolo, uh, Lizzie Cambridge or Emma Langford. So it's a completely different look for us to, to take them on. And we're really keen to, to make amends for that last time just before Christmas. So, um, yeah, it should be an interesting contest. And that will make a big difference, won't With um, Gabby Richards is having a good season, Karen Ashby, with both with your bigs back on the floor, it'll certainly help you out a lot. Oh, absolutely. Last time they went for a combined for 40 points, and that was really the difference in the in the two teams. And uh, this time we've got you know some some uh, ability to be able to combat that and actually make that a strength for ourselves. So the girls are in good form. We've been, we've been playing pretty well. We only had one half against Adelaide uh, last week, which was a little down, but. A win against Perth and uh, 10 up against Sydney at a half. Uh, the girls are looking looking pretty good. That's good. And going forward, there's, you know, I think about four or five weeks left for the season. But that doesn't end for you guys there, does it? I mean, you've got a whole year of basketball ahead of you. Is it hard to keep the girls focused on the now and not looking too far forward? Yeah, you're right. There are, um, you know, like eight of our girls leave in the uh, middle of February. 
Um, so, you know, they're starting to think a little bit about their futures and where they're heading, or well, they've already been doing that. But that, that can be uh, a little bit distracting for them, so we try to keep them on task and on focus. And they want to, they're a proud group, and they want to finish off well. They've won more games in the last, this year than they have in the previous three combined. So, uh, you know, there's a, there's a focus there for them, a goal to finish off strong. Uh, you're right about the new group. We start this Sunday with uh, our new junior development camp. Uh, the eight girls who are coming in on scholarship will be here, and we'll have 22 here for almost a month before they leave. So, yep, uh, once one season finishes, the next day it starts. Any injury worries for tonight? No, but we're healthy. Uh, everyone's good, uh, which I'm really pleased about. Everybody came back from Christmas in good shape, which is which is pleasing as well. So, uh, you know, no, all good for us. Good luck for tonight. Thanks so much. And that's the coaches there having their say. The AIS out on the court. And it will be Tolo, Francis, Hunt, Newley and Esri for the AIS. They split the weekend on the Doomsday Double last weekend. A newcomer into the group, Elizabeth Cambridge, had a few games with the Dandenong Rangers earlier in this season, but has now made the move to the AIS. As Richards, Ashby, McLeod... And O'Hay along with Andrea Walsh all make their way into the centre circle and we get set for first quarter action here on sportradio.com.au. Just a slight delay as the ref talking to the scorers. Thumbs up now and we're about to get underway. In the air, Tolo gets the tap. It comes off hands, not Newley's hands, in fact, into Francis. Francis gets the pass away to Esri, and the AS get first use. Hand off, gives it off to Hunt. Bounce pass over from Francis to Tolo, and it's on the board with a great score for the AS. Good execution to start up the game for the AIS there. As this time, in fact, it was Newley, my bad. Richards goes to Ashby on the right 45, back now to O'Hay, left side Walsh, jumps over the top, finds Richards taking the left low post, backing into Tolo, Richards, oh, block shot by Tolo's good, Ashby came in over the back, and it will be an AIS ball as it goes out of bounds. That's going to be a match-up to watch Richards and Tolo tonight, Richards having a great season, Tolo's having a terrific season as well, so that'll be a good one to watch. Will be indeed, inbound ball goes to Tolo, then to Hunt. Now over the top, gets to Newley. Newley gives it to Esri. Esri pulls up the free throw line, kicks it back to Francis. She puts it on the floor, kicks it back to Esri. Esri puts up the three. Francis was in front, but she could not regain it, and it's over the baseline. So General Hay and Kathleen McLeod both making the move from a reasonably successful Dandenong Rangers as the exodus happened at Dandenong, along with coach Gary Fox. McLeod has the ball in hand now over the half. As she goes over the top to Andrea Walsh, it was Esri with a push in the back trying to tap the ball away, and that will be her first personal foul of the evening. Yeah, it's interesting, the, um, the recruitment that went on with Bendigo. They picked up some real quality players out of the league, so they've been very strong and, and recruited well. Walsh got the inbound pole back and then took it a dribble around the arc. Bentley kicked it back to Ashby, uh, Ashby missed the three-point attempt, got back the rebound, but then couldn't put up the shot. Francis gets the half-court pass into the front court by Hunt, then has to pull up on a dime, eventually goes across to Newley. Newley goes back to Francis for three. It was over the top, and Richard's got a touch on it, so it will be an AIS ball from the baseline. 
Yeah, this, you know, AIS are making some really good slash cut action to the basket, but uh, they're not always finding that player on the slash cut, so I think they could continue to exploit that. Rebecca Schatz was uh, not suited up when I was looking over there before, so she's still injured for the AIS. Disappointing for her as she will graduate at the end of this year. Francis now around to Newley, back to Hunt. Hunt drives into the basket, takes on Ashby and will make the shot. Yeah, nice strong drive there from Nicole Hunt. She took it up strong against the big girl. Yes, Ashby at the top of the key goes left side, gives it to O'Hay. O'Hay goes across to Ashby who cut down the right-hand lane and makes the basket. Great back screen action there and really good execution. Was good work. A lot of the uh, new AIS men's players have come into the program and along here tonight to support the AS as Francis backs into the paint. Ashby did well there and the ball goes under the backboard and it was easy enough for Richards to clean up. Kicked it off to uh, McLeod, goes inside to Ashby, outside to Richards, across to O'Hay, then back to McLeod again, who wrong foot Hunt, then she drives it in and draws the foul with the shot not going down. Yeah, again, you know, some really good matchups tonight and I expect that the McLeod-Hunt one will be a good one. Good, strong penetration from McLeod there and just not able to, solid foul from Hunt, but not able to convert it, so she'll go to the line. There was indeed also a few of the Caps turning up to have a, a look at what they've got in store for themselves with the Bendigo Spirit on a unusual Sunday game, only the two Sunday games for the Caps, as McLeod makes both from the free-throw line and they are four points apiece with seven minutes and 24 seconds. Hunt brings it into the front courts, Newley over the top. Francis now looking around, kicks it back to Newley for three. Big arcing bomb, and it is successful. Can't give her that much space. She's got a great shot, perimeter shot on her, Newley. So, uh, you know, too much space. Got to get a hand up on that Bendigo. Oh, hey, waiting up for the screen on McLeod. But McLeod takes it all the way and Hunt will get her second personal foul and that will be a concern for Dean Kinsman. Not going to the bench just yet though. Has got plenty of uh, depth there with uh, Jamie Kennedy and also Katie Gaze ready to come in at a moment's notice. McLeod really jumping into the air on the let go of that free throw. Yeah. McLeod from the stats last week, didn't seem to have a great game against um, the Capitals. She only came up with, I think, with five points for the game, which is low for her this season. So she'll be looking for a big outing tonight. Yeah, it was a disappointing night for the Bendigo Spirit up against the Caps last weekend. Esri carries the ball into the paint. Shot doesn't fall. It was tapped away by Tolo, but Walsh was first there. On the left wing, McLeod gets it. McLeod cutting into the paint. Oh, I thought that was a travel. It wasn't called. They she gets the ball back to Ashby, and Ashby converts. Eight points to seven. The Spirit lead the AIS here with six minutes 30 left to go in the first quarter. As a oh, long bomb from Hunt is all net, and the AAS are finding their range outside. They certainly are, and I think Bendigo will have to adjust defensively to that. They're setting a lot of ball screens, and uh, they're coming up with some good scoring options out of it. You wouldn't pick that the first 10 points for the AAS would be scored. Tolo makes the steal. Esbury gets it on the break. McLeod is caught behind, and Esbury becomes the first other scorer. Hunt and Newley have scored five points apiece up until that point for the AIS 12-8, the Spirit, here at the training hall. 
over the top. Richards tried to get the back cut from uh, from McLeod, wasn't uh, able to control it with Esri coming in, putting a tap on it, but it was deemed to have touched McLeod on the way out of bounds, and it will be an AS ball from the baseline. Yeah, we've got Francis going to the bench for the AIS. Just rotating it round now. That gives uh, Martin a chance to come out onto the floor as it goes to Esri inside to Newley. Oh, hand off and finish off the glass by Nicole Hunt. She's having a big game, she's seven points. A, she's having a good game. Unfortunately, she's got those two early fouls. I hope that that doesn't, you know, take her out of the game or, or lessen her, her aggressiveness in it. Walsh over the top to Ashby. Newley took good position. Ashby wrestling in there for it. And eventually, the whistle on play is going to go Karen Ashby's way. And it will be... The 21 of my, Mia Newley who will have the foul called against her. That's a concern because it is the fourth team foul for the Institute in five minutes of basketball. Yeah, and that's not a position they really want to be in. Oh, good work there by Newley just stopping that inbound pass. Although in some respects, oh, hey, couldn't find anyone to get it to. So it was a let off really in uh, some respects. Uh, McLeod outside to O'Hay, tries to put up the three-point bomb. Boxing out from the AS was very good. Hunt gets it from Tolo, kicks it over to the right-hand side to Esri. Esri dumps it back outside to Hunt, who drives in. She jacks up the shot. The shot will count. It was a real late shot, almost like she (laughs) felt the bump and jacked it up when she thought the whistle was going to the mouth. No, they didn't say points don't count. She was on the dribble when the bounce... They've called it, yeah. they've called it early, yeah. yeah. Spectacular, nonetheless. <laughs> it looked great going in, great. and the crowd yeah. was certainly up for it. Inbound pass goes to Hunt. Esri on the arc, going to the right-hand, oh, right-hand side. Goes back to the left, gives it to Hunt. Tolo sets the screen, gives Hunt some room. She goes back into the paint, and then just a nice little jump. She's doing a great job of coming off some really solid ball screens from the AIS and Bendigo are struggling against it. They're going to make, have to make defensive adjustments. And there's no slouches out there on the floor. These are all quality players that the Spirit have got there. Their starting five is uh, got plenty of experience. Oh, hey, takes it into the paint and the charge is... Oh, no, the blocking foul is called on Maya Newley. So another player with two fouls on her. Francis is going to go back out. Looked like Francis called the change herself then. I didn't see Dean Kinson <laughs> indicate too much, but Newley will sit down. Bendigo's making some changes to their lineup as well. We've got Walsh taking a seat. Yeah, Chalmers coming out. The number three in Jane Chalmers. So it's an interesting change round. Gabby Richards, her first visit back to the AAS training hall since she was playing for the AAS. What's that, three seasons ago? No, two seasons ago now, before she went off over to the United States. Got plenty of experience over there as Hunt carries the ball back, rolls it back to Newley, goes to the left side, Esri. Esri now, oh, that opens up from the free throw line, but too hard off the backboard and it rattles away. Oh, hey, kicks it off through Ashby's hands onto McLeod. McLeod goes inside the arc, then outside, kicks it to the opposite side, finds her sparring partner in Jenna O'Hay. Her shot from just inside the three-point arc rattles out. Francis does the clean-up and it is straight back down the centre for the AAS. It's a frantic pace here, 3 minutes and 55, whistle on the play. I think that's going to be Chalmers who gets called for her first yeah. personal foul. And uh, the AS has been playing on five team fouls now for about two minutes. 
doing a good job not giving away too many more as Esri sits down and that brings Steph coming. Another tandy to form a Dandenong player in this AIS side. <laughs> Their recruitment ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, some have said that about Sydney Uni over the years. <laughs> but then again, why wouldn't you recruit out of the AIS? That's right. As the ball just uh, going out of bounds from a wayward pass which was bumped by Gabby Richards. Richards gets her first personal foul, the captain of the Bendigo Spirit, and that's an honour to captain a start-up club. Absolutely. Inbound to coming, jump shot, doesn't fall. Ashby cleans up. Ashby has really just developed so well after uh, bullying. Got her back into the lineup last year, and she has uh, just gone from strength to strength. Because I think she was playing in the minors, lady minors there with... uh, Kelly Abrams during the off-season, the Siebel season. That's right. She's been playing in the ABA for several years, so it was good to get her in the league. That time, Chalmers drove it down the left-hand lane, backed it up to Richards, and Richards gets her first points for the game. Three minutes and 16 seconds. It's the AAS by four, 16 to 12. As Francis goes left side to Hunt. Hunt looking to take on Chalmers. Goes for the three instead. Rattles out. Ashby does the clean-up. Ashby's got a lot of rebounds so far. Really positioning herself well. Doing a great job on the board. She's coming up with possession, which is really important. Oh, hey. Over the top. McLeod for three. Doesn't go. And it's Francis who cleans up that time. Hunt kicks it to Francis all by herself, but she couldn't finish off. Tolo and Richards wrestling for the ball, and it's over the baseline. <laughs> no, great transition and ran the lane really hard, and they found her on that, on that, and just unable to finish it off. That hurts. <laughs> Lizzie Cambridge out on the court for her first minutes in an AIS uniform. As uh, Tolo sits down, oh, there was a second change there. Francis going out for Hunt. Oh, big three-point bomb from Genero Hay, and we're back down to a one-point ball game here with two minutes and 25 seconds left. Kennedy carries it down the left side, Swift with Martin. Martin brings it around to Cumming. Cumming goes inside to Francis. Francis fakes the, uh, fakes the pass and then goes for the J, rattles off the back of the uh, iron and falls away, and it will be Chalmers. Chalmers to Ashby. Ashby inside. Gives to O'Hay. O'Hay got a good mismatch there. She was being guarded by Stephanie Cummings, but Cummings was a wake-up to her move, and it has meant that... uh, Well, the ball's gone over the baseline, but there was a foul call that time on Jenna O'Hay. So, uh, obviously, they decided that Cummings had taken her position when O'Hay was trying to make that move. Yeah, I think they actually caught it on the rebound situation where she sort of came over the back. So, you know, Dean Kingsman's called a timeout here. It needs to just settle the girls. They were out by about seven or eight, I think, and uh, Bendigo have just been able to grind away and get themselves back into the game. And it's not that the AIS are doing anything really different to what they started out doing. I think it's just that Bendigo has started to get a little bit of uh, um, momentum going their way and, and that's starting to come to fruition in the, on the scoreboard so you know it's, it's been interesting Gabby Richards has been a little bit quiet so far in this game but she just you know knocked down the last two or four points so she's starting to get a feel for it Ashby's doing a good job of getting possession and uh, you know the started off the dynamic guards were you know the ones that were making the major impact in the game and they've sort of worked each other out a little bit and uh, taken taken them out of the equation. Nine points to Hunt, five points to Newley, two points to Esri is the 16 for the AIS. 15 for the Bendigo Spirit is split up amongst O'Hay with five, 
McLeod with four. Also with four is Ashby. And with two points is Gabby Richards. They return to the floor as they were when they went away. So it's Kennedy now working around. Gives it to Martin. Martin goes right back across to the left-hand side. Finds coming. Screen was set that time by, in fact, no, it was Emma Langford who was the uh, change out there. And that was good enough, that screen, to allow the shot to be dropped. And that will see a good three-pointer for Steph Cumming getting her on the board. 19 to 15. Oh, hey, Mug going to the key. Gets it back and then uh, has managed to draw out the foul. Emma Langford will be called for her first personal. And, uh, well, that was a tough one because the AAS had stripped her of the ball, but she'd done enough to get it high enough in the air that she could combat for it again. Yeah, that's right. You know, probably uh, wasn't the ideal option for Jenna there. She really just forced that penetration there, but got away with it on this occasion, so that's good. <laughs> First and second rattle out, so no luck for O'Hay as she will not add to the Bendigo score. As Kennedy pulls up at half, you weren't happy with that, no. gives it off to Martin, then Kennedy goes back. They're just swapping it around again. Langford setting a screen for coming. This time she lets it go. Kennedy over to Martin from the right-hand elbow. The shot was good. Langford gets the rebound, and that was great boxing out that time. Kicks it outside, and Kennedy with the three. She'll, no, no just a long-range two, foot on the line. So it is 21-15, and the timeout was timely for the AS. Yeah, they've kicked out again. That's good to see. Richards goes across to Ashby, top of the key. Back inside to Richards, outside to McLeod. She sets for the three. Bang! Pulling the trigger on that one. There was no doubt. <laughs> 21 to 18. We're into the final 30 seconds of the quarter. Long to coming. Coming. Had time on the baseline to set. Goes back to Kennedy now. Kennedy works around. Gives it to Cumming. Quick into Martin. Martin puts the ball on the floor. Pulls up at Ashby. Kicks it out to Langford who sets for three. It rattles around. Doesn't fall. Kennedy went after the rebound. Martin comes up with it. There's Langford over the top to Cambridge. Cambridge is fouled. And oh hey, he'll pick up her second personal foul. Bernie Harrow wouldn't be happy with the fact that the AAS are coming up with offensive boards. The last couple of times down the floor, they've got new possession just by aggressively getting after the offensive board. So I'm sure he'll be talking to his group about improving their uh, box out. Interesting change now because Lisa Pardon coming in for Jenna O'Hay this last 11.6 seconds of the first term as Cambridge. Uh, Cambridge, sorry. From Cambridge missing the first of the free throws. Oh, second one is short. Langford jumped high, but Richards took position. And that was enough for the rebound. Gives it off to McLeod, who runs up. Long bomb by Pardon from the baseline in the corner. Pardon hits the ground hard. On the buzzer, Martin chucks up a prayer from behind the uh, halfway line. It doesn't land. And at quarter time, it's 21-18 here at the AIS Training Hall. Yeah, it's been a pretty fast-paced first quarter. And, you know, AIS really came out and jumped uh, from the start of the game and got out to a good six or seven or eight-point lead. And... Unfortunately for them, the uh, Bendigo Brave, uh, Bendigo Brave, the Bendigo Spirit uh, managed to, you know, pull back that lead and start to get some execution happening offensively and, and uh, get themselves back into the game. AIS played really smart with their foul situation. They had five team fouls early in the in the half, but managed to play out the rest of the half and not, uh, sorry, the quarter and and not. Um, 
you know, be punished too much for that. So it's been a really tight first quarter, and I think the game, you know, if the AIS continue to play this way, then I think that it'll be a tight one for the for the game. It is indeed going to be an interesting one. Looking at the scores, it's nine points to Nicole Hunt, five to Newley, then three points to Cumming, two points apiece to Esri, and also to Jamie Kennedy. For the Bendigo Spirit, it's seven points to McLeod, five to O'Hay, four to Ashby, and two points to Gabby Richards. As once again, early fouls, the worrying thing for the AS. Hunt and Yuli getting them. So a, a nice change in some respects. It wasn't Tolo and Francis. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, of course, also fouls there to Nikita Lee Martin and also to Katie Ray Esbury. So uh, that, that is really a good quarter for the AS because uh, Tolo and Francis both not getting a foul. Well, that's right, and that means that, you know, big minutes they can play potentially when they, if they need them to, and, um, yeah, it's probably something that Dean's not that used to. <laughs> no, it's a, a fortunate position he can be in right now. As uh, the AAS already back out there, Langford, Tolo, Hunt, Newley and Kennedy restarting the quarter for Bernie Harrowers, Bendigo Spirit, it's McLeod, Richards, uh, Pardon, Ashby, and also making her first uh, visit out there is Louise McLean. So, as Bendigo started up, McLean goes inside to McLeod. It bounce pass to Richards on the right elbow. Gives it to Pardon. Pardon drives it down the right lane, then kicks it out back to McLeod. McLeod goes inside to Ashby. Ashby gets mugged by Langford, and Langford's now got her first personal foul. Then you go keep running that upscreen play and uh, AIS continue to get caught up on that, that action. They really need to make some defensive adjustments to um, counter that. As the AIS, uh, sorry, as Benigo Spirit have the ball in the front court. Again, they're going through Pardon. McLeod dribbles it around the arc, then goes back to Ashby, puts up a shot, doesn't fall. McLeod, plenty of time on the shot clock. Bounce pass inside. Richards, low post, bounces into the paint. And we'll get the foul on Tolo. So I've joined at her. Yeah. <laughs> it's really though, like one of the few occasions where they've actually isolated Gabby down in the, in the low paint there and uh, looked to actively go to her in, in that position. So, you know, she did a good job to make a nice strong move and uh, draw the foul out of Tolo. And goes to the line. So makes the first. Looking for the second now as she sets up. And it is good. So Richards, two from two, and we're back to a one-point ball game here with nine minutes and 25 seconds in the half. Richards over the top inside to Tolo. Oh, tried to go outside to Langford. Stolen that time by McLean, and she quickly gets it up to McLeod on the fast break. Bendigo, go to the front. I think that's the first... Is that the first time they've hit the front crash? No, they had a... They had a short lead in the first quarter. Yeah. Tolo now in the paint. Great work around Richards. Yeah, nice, nice strong move again. It'll be a good battle between those two. Will be indeed. As McLeod goes right side, gives it over the top that time from McLean. Inside to Ashby. Ashby. Well, Richards and Kennedy collide on the rebound. And it will see the ball over the baseline. Benigo will get another use of it. 
as Francis and Esri go back out on the court for Langford and Kennedy. Inbound ball. Well, I thought that went out by the AOS, but obviously not because they're getting the uh, ball back. Tolo goes to Francis in the corner, out to Hunt. Hunt goes inside to Tolo. There was a push there from Richards. And Tolo. Oh, they're going to call that a shooting foul? Second personal foul for Gabby Richards now. That will see the change. Yeah. Finnegan coming in. Surely they couldn't call that a shooting foul. Finnegan <laughs> played for Sydney there. was on the Sydney roster for a while. But making some uh, good opportunities here with the Bendigo Spirit. As a long pass from Hunt goes there. Esri. Esri drives into the paint then kicks it out to Newley who puts up the three-point bomb. Doesn't fall. And McLeod will carry it back down for the Bendigo Spirit. McLeod driving oh. into the paint and Esri will get her second personal as she was careless there. And, you know, McLeod made that one. She'll go to the line to take the uh, foul shot. Three-point play. Well, she made the shot. Esri with a second foul. McLeod now. 11 points for the game. She adds to that with the bonus and is now 12 points. Okay. Uh, Kathleen McLeod. As Francis hands off that time to Newley, then to Hunt. Newley cuts to the right-hand side now, goes back to the left. At the elbow, it's Francis who puts the ball on the ground and dribbles it right in for a layup. That's when, great work when you see a forward of that height being able to put the ball on the ground like that. Yeah, very mobile, looked after the ball well and went strong to the basket. It's good to see. Ashby on the baseline goes back to Francis as she's drove in, then set the screen. McLeod driving that baseline hard, gets it off to Pardon, then goes back to McLeod on the buzzer, jacks up a shot. It doesn't fall and Esri comes up with a rebound as Francis was a bit wayward there over the top of Finnegan, I thought. Hunt. Outside, inside, Tolo, triple team. Points don't count, but McLean will have the foul called against her. Yeah, I've called it early. That was a nice, you know, Hunt fed it in. It was a good take by Tolo to pull that one in and that triple team situation. She did very well to stay so strong. And, and well, she finished it off, but they called the foul before the, before the shot. So, they'll get possession back. It's all tied up. Oh. As the inbound ball from the side, Newley goes to Tolo, back to Newley, then across court, gives to Esri, Esri who cuts down the left wing, then goes back to Francis who cuts down the right, left lane, foul off the ball, going against Lisa Pardon, her first personal, 25 points apiece here with 7 minutes and 21 seconds, both on three team fouls. Yeah, it's a very stop-start game at the moment, a lot of foul being called. Newley, what a great drive, she was dribbling with her left hand, but used the right for the layup as she danced along that baseline. Yeah, good penetration, good finish. AIS are back in front. 27-25. Pardon, looking on the 45 left side. Goes to top of the uh, elbow to McLean, who finds down low Finnegan. Finnegan took too many steps before she got that shot jacked up. And Bernie Harrower pulls the ripcord on a timeout here. Six minutes, 56 seconds to go in the first half. 
Yeah, look, and I think Bernie, you know, he had to call that time out. The momentum's starting to swing the way of the AIS. Bendigo are looking very stagnant offensively at the moment. They're, um, they don't seem to be executing their plays as well and they're a little bit reliant on one-on-one plays rather than getting the ball through some hands and getting some of that good screen action that they were getting early in the game, whether it be, you know, a ball screen or whether it be the up, that back door, back, sorry, back screen, up screen as they were running, which they got a lot of mileage out of. So it'll um, be interesting to see what they do out of this break. The other thing is that, you know, the... Um, Bendigo have been mixing up their defences and I think a couple of times in their match-up zone they've been left a little bit lost. So it'll be interesting to see whether they go to straight-up man and, and just make make people look after their own, you know, take care of your own and, and do the job. So, um, you know, but the AIS are doing a good job. They're being smart, they're using the ball well and finding the open player to get the score. It is going to be interesting to see how they recover. Last time the AIS was the one that called the timeout and that did break the momentum and got them going well. Mm. Can Bernie Harrow's team do the same job? Returning to the floor, Esri Tolo, Francis, uh, Hunt and Newley. That was the starting five. And for Bendigo, it is Pardon O'Hay. Ashby Tolo gets the ball on the right elbow, backs it back. Hunt has to go after it. Almost a backcourt violation there. Hunt, though, drives down almost to the baseline, goes back to Tolo. Francis, Tolo oh. left all by herself and couldn't finish it off. Twice tonight we've seen the balls not finish off as Pardon goes crashing to the trown <laughs> and Tolo has got her second personal foul. Yeah. Tolo, uh, sorry, Ashby McLeod, McLean, Finnegan, and pardon. pardon as out there for Bendigo. Back court, bounce pass to McLeod. She'll bring it forward. Sorry, you were going to talk about that play. Oh, it's just, you know, Tola's doing a great job of getting herself to the basket and she just hasn't, it's been a couple of occasions, she hasn't been able to just nail it. Uh, timeout. Uh, sorry, not a timeout. A substitution now as Esri gets her third personal foul. Again, just careless with hands. and Don't expect that from an experienced player like Esri <laughs> is. She's a young player, but very experienced for this league. Tolo will sit down as well as Cumming and Martin come back into the rotation. We've got Jenna O'Hay coming back onto the floor there for um, Finnegan, I think it was. Oh, no, Finnegan's no, Finnegan out there, McLean, out there, so sorry. Mc, yeah, McLean. O'Hay didn't get the second to drop. She's on 13 points for the game, and it's a one-point ball game. OS leading 27-26. As Hunt drives down the left-hand lane and the bump that time is on Kathleen McLeod who picks up her second personal foul. Yeah, Hunt's doing a great job of, you know, making players really, putting them under a lot of pressure defensively and going hard to the basking. You know, if you can get McLeod into a bit of foul trouble, then it's not a good thing that they want. Oh, hey, just tapping away the pass to Nicole Hunt and that ball is out. They're saying from the corner, the ref's saying from the baseline. <laughs> so inbound ball to Francis. Francis gives it straight back to Martin. Martin goes to Cumming. Cumming gives it off to, oh, Newley who left it well short. That was underneath the backboard. It's McLeod who gets it from Ashby who's rebounded strongly again. Kicks it to the right side and McLeod goes into the corner. Pardon. Oh, hey, back to McLeod. McLeod left, then right, and left again. And I think Stephanie Cumming has been called for the softest foul we'll see in this season. 
That's <laughs> probably right. Can I well, make a very big statement? Soft. A big statement there, Craig. But, you know, that was a pretty soft call compared to some of the other stuff that's been let, to, let go. So, and McLeod, you know, she did a good job. She went hard to the basket and she's going to be rewarded by going to the line. She is indeed. Just uh, Kathleen McLeod, I, I hate to say this, but here, very grey tonight. <laughs> Is it, is it just me? <laughs> it, it's under these lights, under these lights, perhaps, Craig. CAAS bringing the ball back up to the front, goes through hands of Martin, then to Hunt. Hunt pulls up at the elbow. The pass was a bit hard, expecting a bit too much of Francis that time. McLeod gets to Ashby outside to Pardon. Pardon thought about the three, went around the rushing Hunt and nailed the two. And Dean Kinsman pulls the ripcord to have his second timeout with five minutes and 30 seconds left. Bendigo Spirit came on a charge. 30 points to 27, they lead by three. Yeah, you know, it's been a game of up and down. The momentum swings have been uh, going both ways. And, you know, the coaches are playing it pretty conservative in that as soon as they feel that the game's starting to move one way or the other, they're calling the timeout pretty early, which, you know, is understandable, particularly when you coach a group of young players such as the AIS. You know, you've got to call that one early and, and get them refocused and, and get them back on the job. So, um, you know, Bendigo, to me, just don't look like they have any real great rhythm at the moment. Even though they came out of that last time out and put a few more points on the board, you wouldn't say that they have any sort of real great rhythm or cohesiveness as a group out on the floor. It's sort of been, you know, individual plays more than anything else, for the, particularly for this quarter that's kept them um, kept the scoreboard ticking over for them. Yeah, it has been an interesting one indeed. As uh, Well, the timeout has ended now and the Bendigo Spirit are shooting... At only 38% compared to the AIS at 46. Yeah, so, you know, that, that's of a worry. I mean, 38%, I, I guess some of that's due to the fact that the shots that they're getting aren't necessarily the best shots that they um, could get and it's not the shots they necessarily want to take or, or come out of their offensive execution. So. Oh, Stephanie Cumming dumps it over the top to Martin, rattles around for the three-point attempt. McLeod comes up with the ball. McLeod and Hunt were wrestling that time down the court. It was an interesting one indeed. Oh, hey now, wrong foot's coming. Oh, great work by Cumming to block that shot. Just put a body on the line and oh, hey, took her on. Didn't make the shot in the end. It was blocked. Hunt, cross court to Newley for three. It was good from the hand. And the AIS tied all back. Oh, long range two. They only gave him two for that. So one point ball game. Four minutes and 50. And it's 30 plays, 29. Bendigo with the advantage. Oh, I think you'll find oh, that's hey. an offensive foul. Yeah, oh, hey, just getting frustrated with the good work of coming that time. Absolutely. They would have trained a lot together too. Yeah, they probably would have. I, it's interesting though. You could see that last shot down the floor when uh, O'Hay went at Cummings. Probably wasn't the greatest shot selection. You could see she was frustrated, thought she should have had a foul call on her. And the next play down the floor, a frustration foul from her. So she's got to think that stuff through and be a bit smarter. Oh, Francis leaves the free, well, the ju- jump shot from the free throw line short. And O'Hay gets the rebound. Pardon, wrong foot's firstly newly. Then coming, uh, but I think Hunt will get the reach-in foul. And the, interesting that uh, Darren Corcoran called that. He was in the worst possible position to call it <laughs> because he, he was standing under the basket and the foul was committed like on our side of the court, which was the opposite side of the players. Yes, no comment. <laughs> 
As Harden's um, on the line. She made the first. She has indeed. Second one is in as well, and Bendigo are out to a three-point advantage once again. 32 plays 29 as they put on a bit of full-court pressure here. Francis, oh, she could have gone to the basket herself there. Probably would have clashed on her, but <laughs> <laughs> the defence I'm talking about, but uh, it was open for a moment. Now it's Hunt. Pull-up jumper for the three. All net. It's all even. Four minutes ten before the long break. Yeah, look, the AIS are um, doing a good job of the... Bendigo have gone into an extended zone press and back into a zone. They're doing a good job of breaking that and getting good shots against it. So it's a positive for the AIS. Is indeed. As of that time, Walsh drives baseline, gets it to Finnegan in the paint. Martin, good body work there, just stopping it from getting a good turn at the basket. And the shot was offline. Hunt kicks it out to Cumming. Back to Francis. Francis has Ashby watching her. Then it's around the arc on the left-hand side. Through hands from Newley, then to Martin. Martin, double-teamed under the basket. Finnegan doing a good job. Ashby coming up with another rebound. I'll get that rebound count for you in a moment. It's six for Ashby. As McLeod works around the arc to the left-hand side. Gives it to McLeod. It dumps over the top to Ashby. Hunt's hit the floor here, so they've got a one-man advantage at the moment. Goes back through hands. Oh, and uh, Katie, Kathleen McLeod slips over in the same spot that Nicole Hunt was lying down. Now, what's the call there? Is that ball over the baseline? That's just bad luck. Yep. Ball out on the baseline. Well, it could be a travel, I guess, if you're <laughs> holding onto it falling over. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'd be an AIS position. That was an unfortunate play. Gabby, Gabby Richards is back in. Did, did I mention before that the Spirit have had 17 trips to the free throw line? The AIS just two. two. And uh, that is a huge difference. They've converted 14 times, so that's 14 points the AS has given them as a gift. The, the game is all tied up, 32 apiece. Francis gets a good ball inside, but Ashby... No, sorry, it's uh, yeah, Andre it Walsh. Well, the, yeah, they have given it against uh, Ashby. Ashby. Oh, I thought it was check. Walsh. Yeah. As Cambridge is back out there for the AS, I didn't catch that change either as I was looking down at the stats. Kayla Francis with three rebounds and two assists along with her two points. Misses the first. Two points and a couple of missed opportunities as well. Yeah, both the talls. Well, we've got three talls. There's a tri triple towers now when right. Cambridge, <laughs> with Cambridge in this lineup, but. Uh, well, McLeod, she makes a second, does Francis. So 33 plays 32. Pardon over the top. Oh, Cambridge taps it away from Richards. Richards back forward. Cambridge watching her. Till keeping the dribble alive. Goes back to Ashby. Rejected by Cambridge, but it goes into the hands of Richards. And Cambridge has given away a silly foul that time. As she was squatting flies, the only <laughs> result right. there was going to be that you were going to bump your opponent. Yeah, no, she got a good block on the first play and then tried to get another one, but um, not to be. So Gabby will go the line. As Bendigo. Continue to... Uh, Hester, this AAS side, but through their own, through their own doing, because they have, uh, because they have let Bendigo go to the line so yeah. often. Thirty-three points apiece. Second shot is converted, so Bendigo's back in front. But I'm sure Bernie Harrow would realise the fact that they're only in the game because the AAS has given away so many bad 
uh, fouls. Absolutely. Hunt loses the ball there. It rolls forever as just picks it up before it goes out. Francis oh. tries to jack one up around Richards and it's another turnover. McLeod has to run down a pass that was very ambitious. Gets it back, gives it to Pardon, now goes back to Richards. Goes right side to Walsh and then McLeod's worked away into the right-hand corner. She goes on the oh. dribble. What's the call that time? Cummings was trying to take position. I don't think she got uh, placed and she's going to be called for her third personal foul. AAS are going to put the spirit back on the line. With two minutes and five seconds, they've got a chance to go out to a three-point lead here. And in the last few minutes, all the scoring has been from the free throw line. line, And it's all one way. Yeah, absolutely. And Bendigo are being smart. You know, they recognise that they keep penetrating and uh, AIS keep fouling and they'll go to the foul line and make them that way. If that's, that's the way you're going to do it, well... AIS, 16 points in the paint to 6 from the Spirit. Fouls, 15. The AIS, 11. The Bendigo Spirit. It's not that large a difference in the foul count, really, when you think about... Yeah, but... The it's where the fouls are occurring. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. McLeod makes one from two, so we're out to a two-point ball game. 35-33 as a long pass into the front court goes to Francis. Francis goes to the left wing, gives it to Newley, then to Hunt. Hunt works around the perimeter, takes it herself. Oh, doesn't get the shot to drop. Francis goes after the rebound, doesn't get to put it back in, and it will be an AIS ball as Richards mm. taps it out over the, ba- over the side. Hunt did a good job then of hunting, of hunting down the, uh, the rebound and, and forced it out of bounds off of the Bendigo girls, basically. So. This quarter so far, it's 17 to 11 in favour of Bendigo after the AS had a 21 to 18 first turn. Francis to Hunt to... Fra- Hunt to Francis, Francis to Hunt, Hunt jacks up the three and it doesn't land. So Bendigo turn it into a... Four-point advantage here with a 37-33 lead. The AS just need to go back to what they were doing before. Flash cuts at the basket. Get those layups to happen. Oh, that time the pass was too hard. The ball retrieved beautifully by McLean. Gives it to Walsh. It goes back to McLeod. McLeod pulled up and slipped. That was enough to call a travel. Yeah. Yeah, look, I think one of the things that's unsettled the AAS a little bit is the fact that the Bendigo spirit have gone into a match-up zone and they're just taking them out of their offence a little bit. So it's just um, slowing them down. They're not getting that flash cut action that they were getting previously and it's, you know, slowed down their scoring rate. Has indeed. Karen Ashby on seven rebounds already. And it's not just the seven rebounds she gets, it's the fingertips to the ball as well. So she's not getting credited for. She really does a great job on the boards. Finnegan's hit the ground here. Newley drives into the paint. Oh, nice little right-handed Jay there too in the paint. And we're back to a two-point ball game inside the last minute of the half. Walsh has the ball on the right-hand side. McLeod's still moving around. Going to the corner is Ashby, but goes back to Walsh. Then to Finnegan, who takes on Cambridge. Oh, Cambridge comes up with a rebound after giving a nowhere to look at the basket. Kicks out to Hunt, and Hunt brings it down to the centre of the court. Hunt goes around to the left-hand side. Goes to Langford. Oh, the cut. Martin was trying to cut to the left, but uh, Langford went back to where she was. Yeah, just... You know, those things happen in the game, don't they? You know, communication. Yeah. <laughs> For the AAS fans, good crowd in tonight too. 
at the AS Training Hall as McLeod sets up on the right-hand side. Oh, gets away from Martin, dumps off, they miss Finnegan and Hunt comes up with it. Nine seconds left as they kick it to Langford. Langford converts, makes up for the pass before and we're all tied up with a second left. Finnegan tries to jack one up from the three-point line as that was good work from McLeod to see that Finnegan had banged down the court. She set up for the three, got it away, well, almost got it away on time and it didn't go in as well, but gee, it was a great piece of work, and that's, that's what we're getting from Kathleen McLeod now, certainly a very uh, a very proficient basketballer. Yeah, she's having a good season for Bendigo, and uh, you know, I think going to the club and being a, a player that really, she's got to be the leader out there, you know, it's like it's her game, she's got to run the, run the team, and that takes some maturity, and with experience, I think she'll really grow into that role. You've got the stats in front of you now, and they're not as easy to read as the printed ones, I'm sorry to <laughs> no, say. No, they're not. <laughs> but looking at the AIS, I can tell you that the leading scorer for the AIS is Maya Newley on 11. Uh, she's done that reasonably quietly, hasn't she, Craig? You yes. know, you wouldn't have thought that uh, she would be the leading scorer, but she's uh, obviously, you know, doing it quietly, a bit of a quiet achiever on the scoreboard. She's shooting at a pretty good percentage too, you know, 71% from the from the field, so that's good. Overall, they're shooting from a pr- pretty good percentage. Look at Hunt's shooting at 63%, and she's got... She got uh, she's got a dozen points actually yep. so you know that's that's a good conversion rate that they're getting it is indeed as you look at some of the stats for the Bendigo Spirit who has a leading scorer on the floor is Kathleen McLeod she's played all 20 minutes shooting at 60 percent and has 16 points yeah that's right and she's making solid contribution on the scoreboard and I think also um, just pushing the ball down the floor and, and finding the open players in like Ashby who runs the floor exceptionally well and that sort of thing So, and you know that's going to be you know, it's, it's a tough call here for Bernie they've got a tight game tonight and they've got the Cats they've got to back up against tomorrow night and they've got Ashby and McLeod both played the full 20 minutes so far this game you know, do you give them the 40 minutes do you, do you give them a little bit this much? I mean obviously you give them the time that you, that you need to get through this game and get the win because it's one game at a time but in the back of your mind you wonder are you thinking about well you know tomorrow night these girls have got to back up and play another game so um but yeah Hunt's having a good one um yep ahead of the break we'll just go through the scoring summary now Nicole Hunt 12 points Maya Newley 11 Stephanie coming with three Kayla Francis has four rebounds so far as the AS shooting at 43 percent 40 percent from outside the arc they have not made a free throw from four attempts. They have 13 team rebounds, five assists, three steals, seven blocks, which is a, a great effort there by all three tools in this lineup. Five turnovers, 15 fouls and a half of basketball, way too many. 20 points in the paint with two second chance points and four off turnovers. For Bendigo, who are also 37 points in total, they're shooting at 35 from the field, 40 from outside the arc, 81 from the line, 21 visits there mm. for 17 conversions, 20 rebounds, which is another great stat at the halftime break, 6 assists, 3 steals, 1 block shot, 6 turnovers, 11 fouls, and then 8 points from the paint, no second chance points, and 4 points off turnovers. Kathleen McLeod's leading the scoring with 16 points. Gabby Richards and also... Um, 
Karen Ashby is on six points apiece with Jenna O'Hay on five. Ashby, seven rebounds. Gabby Richards, four. And Jenna O'Hay, three, with Kathleen McLeod, two assists. That's half-time here at the AAS Training Hall. We'll take a break and be back with more AAS Basketball on sportradio.com.au. Welcome back to the AAS Training Hall. It's 37 points apiece as we get set for the second half action here as the Spirit and the AAS, well, uh, back to square one, except you've got a bunch of players now starting out with a handful of fouls. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, 37 all at the half, so really I guess when you go into the change rooms at half time, you talk to the girls about the fact that it is really a, a new game. Got to start the game over again and, um, you know, of course there's fouls out there on players, but they'll be talking about, you know, getting right out from the start of this quarter and making sure that they get into the game, into the half early and get a lead and try and get some momentum going that way. I think that, um, you know, one of the concerns, as we've talked about with Dean Kingsman, has to be the fact that the Bendigo team have gone to the line 21 times in the first half, you know, and that's, you know, 17 points have come through that and out of a 37-point scoreline, that's a pretty good percentage. So um, they'll be talking about that. But, um, you know, AIS have been doing a, a reasonable job at the offensive end of the floor. And so if they continue to do that, then it's going to be another tight half of basketball. You're expecting a great half of basketball as well. Here at the training hall, the AIS already broken away from their huddle. And it will be Tolo, Francis, Martin, Hunt and Newley. So one change from that starting lineup out there with O'Hay, Richards, Ashby, Walsh and McLeod. McLeod playing all 20 minutes in the first half. The highlight there, 16 points. Hunt running McLeod around now, so that might be the plan. As Newley puts up a three-point attempt, it hits the front of the iron. O'Hay off to a, well, off to a running start there, but didn't have the ball with her. Tolo got in there and fouled her. So it is like starting the game again. Tolo's got an early foul. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, it's only her second personal. That's that cut action again from Bendigo. O'Hay on the baseline, backing on Newley. Oh, got Newley to move the wrong way then. Turn back and she makes the shot. Very patient there. She's got her Three points well. from Martin drains it. 40 plays, 39. They've only scored her with a two. Oh, she well, must have had a foot on the line. but 39 points apiece. I thought I saw the hands in the air then. Oh, hey, had the ball for a long time. Looking for McLeod. Nice Hand pass. off. Yeah, they collapsed onto a hay then. And that left Richards unguarded. Yeah, good penetration from McLeod. And she saw Gabby busting into the hole when she drew the D. So... Dished off, a nice play. Francis sets up at the top of the arc. I love the way Francis just holds it with her one hand. <laughs> she had it in the left hand, but then just quickly transferred it over and put up a shot, looking for a three. Didn't fall. I think the AAS just have to not worry about the chance shots and just go for some good old-fashioned cut, flash cut action there, because that was working for him in the first quarter. Absolutely. As Ashby gets the ball down into the paint, over the top, Tolo with a great... Block shot and steal. Hunt brings it down the left lane. Goes on the baseline. Tries to get it to Francis. Eventually does. Got caught up in Ashby's legs. Francis goes away. Then comes back and nails the uh, nails the layup. 41 points apiece. 
8 minutes and 41 seconds. Oh, it was a good job by uh, Tolo there. She really was smart with the ball. As the Bendigo Spirit, O'Hayes, uh, sorry, McLeod's in the corner, goes to Richards at the top of the arc, then gives it to Walsh. Walsh goes to O'Hay on the right elbow. Bounce pass, finds McLeod as the shot clock winds down. McLeod hits the deck and throws up a prayer. AIS, it's Martin, who'll finish it off after Francis brought it down the right lane, hit it to the left-hand side. Martin, cut, cut flash action, gets the layup. Absolutely, just, you know, good movement of the ball, caught the defence napping, a strong hard cut to the basket, and there's another one from McLeod. Oh, Francis didn't have to slap that away that time, but she did. And Bendigo will have it from the baseline. Yeah, when they start doing stuff like that, it makes me sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Scary. Oh, hey, jacked up a three-point attempt. No one boxing out from the AS. They were watching that ball. Walsh oh, gets it. Comes back to Ashby. Ashby with the uh, 15-foot J. Will make the shot. Now, Walsh and Hunt have been wrestling there. They are going to probably mop the floor. They just want to seen a few too many players slip over and in light of the Sydney game being postponed you don't want any moisture on the floor at all. Absolutely, oh dear Inbound ball, Nicole Hunt lost control of it, so we're 43 points apiece, 7 minutes and 11 seconds to go and Bendigo will have it from the baseline Walsh goes inside to O'Hay who drives down, defence collapses on her, she gets her own rebound second chance, doesn't put it in third time she does got to admire that persistence, don't you? She's just dogged at it, you know. Probably not, again, a bit of a forced penetration, but she just gets after it. Hunt cuts across, Newly making space. Francis thought about the three, then gave it back off to Newly, who gets it inside, and a good jump shot on the baseline from Martin. Right-hand baseline ties it up. 6.41, that's 45 apiece. Yeah, neither team's really been able to break away, have they? And Bendigo cannot afford to lose this game. Right. But they've got to remember they're playing Canberra tomorrow night. They can't afford their stars. They have huge minutes. Yeah. As Richard nails a big three from the top of the arc. That's right. You know, and that's a nice score for her to come up with. She's had a quiet one so far. So um, she'll be trying to get herself right back into this game. Richard's 11 points for the game as the AS work around the arc to Tolo. Tolo tries to take on Richard that time. Points count as she gets it in. And Richard now has a third personal. Richard yeah. might be getting a break, but it's uh, not by Bernie Harrower's choice. No, and you know, he's got a real dilemma here. Is he going to let her play some more minutes now and just rely on her to be smart and, and play with those fouls? Or does he pull her out and, you know, save her for a bit down the, down the line? I mean, he might even think about mixing up their D and throwing them in a zone or a match-up zone or something to try and just protect her a little bit out there. Bendigo bring it down as it's 48 points apiece. The bonus scored by the AIS. Richards now top of the key. Goes inside to O'Hay. O'Hay again wrong foots newly. Shot doesn't drop. Walsh was crashing through that time. And I think Walsh has called the foul. The game slowed right down, Craig. It was really at a frenetic pace at the start of the game. And I thought, wow, you know... Gonna, these girls are going to keep this pace up all night. There's going to be some tired people at the end of it. But it just seems to have gone into almost a slow motion type game. It's been really As odd. <laughs> Tolo just taking the inbound ball in the backcourt. That's odd as well. Francis carried it over the half. It then goes to Cumming, who just subbed in. 
Hunt's running around trying to get it. She gets it now. Lobs over the top. Richards gets in front of Tolo and gives it off to McLeod. McLeod off to the races now. Hunt hits the deck as Richards, uh, sorry, as, uh, as McLeod leaves it short. Bull hits the ground. It rolls around for a while. Cummings picks it up, brings it into the front court for the AAS. 48 points apiece, 5 minutes and 16 seconds. Hunt kicks it left side, gives it to Francis. Francis hasn't got too much to go for, so goes back to Hunt, who's got Ashby watching her. She was blocked by Walsh. Oh, but Richards, who was trying to keep it in play to flick it back to O'Hay, gets it back to Richard, uh, to Francis. If Francis makes the shot and is fouled, we'll go to the line to shoot the bonus. Yeah, Gabby will be kicking herself for that one. <laughs> and a fourth personal foul. Five minutes left to go in the quarter. Richards just walks straight off and Jasmine Finnegan comes in for the Bendigo Spirits. Mm. Well, frustration for Gabby Richards on four personal fouls. Absolutely, and that's, you know, that's a big um, hole to fill oh, in. Oh, Francis' shot fell out. Martin did the rebounding. So, instead of a three-point play now, they get the four-point play. Five-point if they go for the three. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in, Hunt, share it round for a moment. Hunt. Oh, she faked the three, got it down to Francis. If Finnegan pushes into Francis... And that will send Francis back to the line. And that's the fourth team foul for Bendigo. So, you know, they're in a situation oh, now... Oh, no, it will be a baseline ball, sorry. They're in a situation now where any fouls from here on in, they'll be sending the AAS to the foul line. So, And, you know, Gabby Richards with four fouls is not a situation they would have wanted to have been in. She's, well, she probably hasn't had a... Oh. Well, almost the Jackson play that time. <laughs> Hunt getting it to Francis. Francis, though, it had a real rattle around in the iron and fell away. 50 plays 48, the AS lead by two, four minutes and 38. McLeod and Walsh, they raffled it for a minute. No one wanted it. Walsh then kicks it on to Finnegan, then gives it to our hay left side. Goes back to McLeod for three. It's off the front of the iron. Walsh trying to go after the rebound. Hunt has been called for the travel. I didn't see that one, but... Well, it was a tough one. She was trying to get the ball on the ground, but I think she put uh, two steps in before okay. she could get the dribble going. She was definitely trying to dribble it. <laughs> as O'Hay goes over the top to McLeod, hand back to O'Hay, works around the arc, and then, oh, Francis has been called for a cheap knee inside as O'Hay yeah. put up a speculator, and that will see Kayla Francis now with two personal fouls. And O'Hay will go, go to the, the line. line. First time Bendigo's been in the line this quarter, I think. Uh, I can tell you that it is. They had 21 at the, at the half, half yep. and they've got 22 now with 23 as O'Hay makes both. And it's all tied up again. 50 points apiece. Esri's going to come into the game for the AIS. As McLeod with 16 points, Richards with 11, and O'Hay now also with 11 points. AIS, Hunt with 12, Newley with 11 and Francis with 7. Francis, 6 rebounds. And now we have uh, Ashby being joined on 7 rebounds apiece as Hunt travels up to the line as the 15th foul is given away by Bendigo. And so McLeod got her third on that play. So yeah. Hunt makes the first. And the second rattles around, no one there. Finnegan comes up with a rebound, gives it away to McLeod. McLeod with Esri watching her now. Into the front court she goes, still down the centre. Finnegan sets up on the right elbow. 
Hands off to O'Hay for three. It looks good. It is. O'Hay gets the Bendigo Spirit to a 53-51 lead here as O'Hay herself has 14 points for the game. Leading scorer on the floor. Coming now. Hunt goes to the ground. Finnegan pushed her there. And Jasmine Finnegan will pick up her second personal foul. That's, you know, costly in in lots of ways in that it really, you know, it's an off-the-ball foul and it's going to put Hunt on the line, you know, and she's going to make them. She's not going to miss them. So um, not not too smart there. Now the sixth team foul for the Bendigo Spirit in this quarter. Oh, I jinxed them. You did. Hunt (laughs) just went off to the right that time. And makes the second, so it's a 53-52 Bendigo lead here as Cambridge hits the deck. McLeod wasn't able to use that to Bendigo's advantage. O'Hay backing away from Francis. O'Hay taking on Francis now, and Francis blocking the shot. Hunt gets the ball. Parton is in front of her. Hunt out there past the coming who gives it back to Esri and Esri puts the AAS back in front. 54-53 with three minutes and 17 seconds left to go in the third turn. Nice transition ball from uh, the AAS. Then they ran the lanes hard and found the open player. McLeod goes to Finnegan in the right corner. Ashby at the top of the arc. Oh, hey, in the paint. Oh, she can't get it to drop here. And the ASD lifting is coming, brings it down the floor. Coming, goes all the way, banks it in off the glass. And it's just that little breakaway. So Bernie Harrower, he pulls the ripcord first. And we'll have a timeout here. Two minutes and 53 seconds left to go in the third term. Absolutely. You know, momentum's really swung the way of the AIS, so Bernie has to call that one. And he's got some serious problems. He hasn't got Gabby Richards out there. He's just got four fouls. She's got Kathleen McLeod with three. And they just don't seem to have any real rhythm um, on the floor at the moment. They, they look a little sluggish to me, actually. And, you know, that's can't afford to be sluggish in this league, that's for sure. No, Nicole Hunt, 14 points. Maya Newley, 11. Kayla Francis, 7. Leading scorers for the AAS. For Bendigo, Kathleen McLeod, 16 points. She's been very quiet, hasn't scored in this quarter. And we've only got 2 minutes 53 to go mm. in the term. Then it's General Hay on 14. Gabby Richards on 11. Yeah. And certainly the AAS have done a much better job of not letting, um, not putting the... Um, uh, Bendigo team on the line in the first half they went there 21 times I think they've only been there the two times in this quarter so that's a much better job and certainly has slowed their scoring rate down So, and the AS not dropping their shooting percentage at all on 44 interestingly enough I'm just looking at the shot clock chart for Kayla Francis here she's only got the 6 points for the game and uh, she's had a lot 3, 4, 5, 6 shots from inside the glass Two from outside that haven't gone. But mm. that's unusual because the cluster you can see just uh, at the, um, just to the left of the basket, but almost right underneath it is where she's normally so strong so in this game. Yeah. Oh, hey, brings the ball down for Bendigo as we come out of the timeout. And uh, uh, McLeod, Ashby, out to O'Hay for three. She nails it. And uh, Cumming was just leaving it a bit too long there as Cumming Kennedy is back into the game for the AIS and we're all tied up again. Yeah. 56 points apiece. Cumming working around. Goes. Bendigo's gone to a zone. Oh, Ashby. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Ashby let Esri go that time. 
Ohay went out to her and the three-point shot from Esri didn't drop. 56 points apiece, 2 minutes and 12 seconds. No score by the AAS. So it will be McLeod working down the lane. Oh, they left Ashby to herself. She puts up the shot. Francis pulls down a tough rebound in between Finnegan and uh, Pardon and kicks it off immediately to coming. Gives it to Kennedy, top of the arc. Then it's Francis. Francis, ball on the ground. They're collapsing to her. She manages to work around in the paint but can't get it to drop. Another one. That's the fourth one in that position. Left-hand side, just under the basket. Esri dives in on the McLeod pass. Makes a steal that was going to Ashby. And the AAS keep this game tied up. Francis now hangs off. Coming for three. Rattles in and out. But Cambridge comes up with it. She gets mugged as she puts up the shot. And I think that will be O'Hay's fourth personal foul. Yeah, and O'Hay had really... Yeah, O'Hay had really just started to find her rhythm at the offensive end of the fourth the last six points, I think, for them from the three-point range. So, you know, hopefully that won't slow her down. Cambridge now looking to get herself some points here tonight. First shot rattles in. So she's one from three so far from the charity strike. Uh, second one doesn't fall, but comes back onto the ball, kicks it out to Francis. Cross court, coming has time to set up. Oh, she just charged that time. Steph coming, charged into Karen Aspie, and uh, well, it was it was a good idea because she had O'Hay and uh, Ashby there, making a charge at uh, O'Hay. O'Hay would be thinking, oh, I've got to be make sure I'm planted. So you could actually find her. She just goes, oh, I don't think I'm there yet. <laughs> Pull out of the way. Uh, work on the psyche oh, of the player. Yeah. <laughs> Coming subs out, though. It's not always that easy at that speed. So, <laughs> so does Ashby. So 57-56, the AAS lead with a minute 17. Mm. Ashby has Tolo on her. Tolo tried to tap it away, but instead it's handed off to McLeod. Oh, here's a foul. It was very early and very soft. It will be on. Twelve. The Katie Ray Esri, her fourth personal Mm. foul. Kennedy and Gaze. So Gaze with a heavily strapped right elbow. uh, Rebecca Schatz is not in the team. Has done her back again Uh. at Christmas. That's why she's not playing tonight. As they work around. McLeod goes back to Pardon. Pardon dribbles behind the back, gets away from Gaze and drains it from the left-hand elbow. It's 58 plays, 57. AAS Hunt just bring it down the floor. Francis kicks it quickly to Kennedy. Back to Hunt, inside to Francis. Francis back out of the key, then came back in and this time makes the J in the paint. Bendigo have really hung in there, haven't they? They haven't been comfortable at all this quarter and they're, you know, still in there, one point down. Oh, it's, McLean was running away from the pass from McLeod. Unfortunately, Nicole Hunt didn't see that because it was behind her. She got touch on it and it went out over the side. Finnegan in the low pose, uh, sorry, on the baseline, gets it out to Pardon as she made space that time. Pardon's three-point attempt was an air ball and the AS with... 19 seconds on the shot clock, 20 seconds on the game clock here as we approach three-quarter time. Uh, Gaze over the top to Tolo, hand off to Hunt. Oh, Hunt driving down the left lane. Finnegan closed the angle. Francis kicks it across. Five seconds left on the shot clock. And Nicole Hunt pulls the trigger and bangs down the three. And brings rain with it, I think. (laughs) 
on the buzzer. A half-court attempt was no good from Bendigo. And the AIS lead at the final change, 62 to 58, a 22-point to 21. Yeah, that's right, 22 to 20... No, 23 to 21 quarter. No, I'll go with 22-21. Yeah. No, no, hold on, sorry. No, AIS had to have uh, 25 points to 21 quarter there because they now have a four-point lead. Uh, (laughs) 25-21. The scoreboard updates now. That's right. (laughs) Leading scorers, Nicole Hunt with 17, Maya Newley with 11, Kayla Francis with 9, General Hay also on 17 for Bendigo, Kathleen McLeod 16, didn't score in that quarter. Gabrielle Richards on 11, Kayla Francis now with eight uh, rebounds. Nicole Hunt with five. Karen Ashby for Bendigo with eight. Jenna O'Hay with seven. Gabby Richards with five. Yeah, and look, I I think one of the key issues there for uh, Bendigo that quarter was the fact that they just didn't get to the line like they did in the first half. That was keeping a minute. Yeah, absolutely. 17 points from the line in the first half. And uh, I think they have only, I think, two points that quarter. No, four points, four times to the line and three points from the from there so you know that's really um, stifled their offensive scoring. The other thing is you know O'Hay hit a bit of a purple patch and it's taken her up to 17 points but McLeod didn't get on the scoreboard. Gabby Richards you know racked up her fourth foul and now we've got O'Hay with her fourth as well so that's going to have a bit of an impact I I suspect going into this last quarter. Yeah it is going to be a a, a pretty tough one for the uh, Bendigo spirit, they're mindful of the fact that they do have to play Canberra tomorrow. Mm. The AIS are taking them to the rack here and they have, in this game, Richards on four personal fouls, General Hay on four personal fouls. That is real trouble. The AIS, Steph Cumming and Katie Ray Esri on four personal fouls. Without being rude, it's not Not as critical because... You need to have that height there for those matchups, for that post play, because you can't break up a team with inside out if you're trying to hit a guard in the paint. Oh, that's exactly right. You know, it gives the defensive team a great, great more um, flexibility in that they can really focus on cutting down the perimeter game because they know that the inside target isn't there for them. So one big thing too is Dean Kinsman, three timeouts left to go. Bernie Harrow with only two. two yeah. So Harden will start off the ball uh, game. Final quarter underway. Goes into the backcourt to give it to McLeod. Finnegan, McLean and also Ashby is out there. I don't think McLeod's had a break yet either. As McLeod backs away, goes this time to McLean. McLean outside to Ashby. And Ashby gets the two-point attempt. So it's back to a two-point ball game, 62-60, with nine minutes and 37 oh. seconds. Oh, Gaze, quickly off to Francis. Ashby rejects the shot from Francis, and a missed opportunity for the AAS. McLeod, hand off that time from McLean. Then it goes back through hands. Finnegan into the 45. Pardon has it. Over the top to Ashby. Francis backing on her. Kicks it out. Pardon fakes the three. Gets away from Kennedy and nails the two-point J just on the fadeaway. She likes that little fadeaway, doesn't she? Yeah. It's not away. a fadeaway back either. It's a fadeaway sideways. Okay. 62 points apiece. So Bendigo tied all up inside the first minute. Inside to Francis. Oh, Francis just could not get a body position right. She jacked it up thinking she was going to be fouled then. And it didn't work out that way. McLeod has been fouled by Hunt. I think it would be Kennedy's actually. Kennedy, oh, okay. Yep, it is called on Kennedy. Her first personal. 
Yeah. KK sits down as Maya Newley comes back into the game. I think against the zone that Bendigo's playing, Newley will give them some perimeter. More option outside. Yeah, perimeter option, but also she can penetrate quite well. As, so McLeod? makes it difficult. McLeod took a while to get it to McLean. Uh, sorry, McLean took a while to get it to McLeod. McLeod gives it off to Ashby. Ashby puts up a good screen there and gets Kennedy away from her. Pardon gets it, puts up a three-point, no, two-point bomb, and it is Newley who comes up with a rebound. Now, Kennedy just trying to uh, make position. Ball goes through Hunt, finds Tolo. Ashby's been called for the foul. That is going to put Ashby now on... Uh, I see what Bernie's complaining Three about down there. Fouls, I don't think he's complaining about the fact that no, the foul two. was curled, but I think he's talking about the fact that that foul was called really early yep. on the post. I can't see how they would consider that the points count on that one. Well, there's been a, <laughs> there is a, a few. They're interesting there. They're just saying... I think they were just checking who was getting the uh, foul shot. Tolo made, made the... Three-point play. Yep, oh, yeah, she made the shot. Made yes. the shot and yep. one's come. So she made made the bonus as well. 65-62, and Tolo's now been called for the foul. So that will be Tolo's third personal. That is a worry for the AS now. Mm. Eight minutes, 16 seconds left to go in the game. From the side, McLeod goes to Pardon. Hunt, well, Hunt just switches then. Goes to McLeod as McLeod works around the arc. Langford's on her. Lob over the top. Hunt makes the steal. Got got Finnegan out of position there. Kicks it back. Kennedy doesn't go for the shot. Kicks it to the right-hand side. Newley. Ah, Langford tried to go inside. Tolo had the pass touched away. Langford came back up with it. Goes back to Hunt now on the 45. Tolo setting the screen. Over the top to Tolo. Tolo has been fouled by Pardon. It was a good decision by Tolo there. She stepped out to set the ball screen, saw that the D cheated high and just slipped it. So, you know, and a good feed there from, I think it was Hunt that, that fed her. So, good, smart play from Tolo. Great crowd in here at the AS Training Hall. And Tolo makes the first. Seven minutes and 59, sorry, seven minutes and 49 seconds left to go in the game. And the AAS is out by five. 67, play 66 here as Bendigo looking to dig themselves out of a hole here. Kennedy's been called for another soft foul. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I thought Francis was pretty soft in that (laughs) second term. That one was right up there with it. Martin in for for Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy's just too slow laterally to cover McLeod. She's pretty quick. As a handoff that time coming from McLean... uh, from, yeah, McLean back to McLeod. Finnegan will get it eventually from uh, McLean again inside the paint. Pardon jacks up a three. Too hard off the backboard and Langford brings it to ground. Hunt carries it away. Down the right wing. Newley. Newley mugged that time by McLeod. And Langford over the top into Tolo in the paint. Tolo just leaned all over Ashby then. Hunt almost got the steal on McLeod. Langford strips the ball from McLeod as she was into the layup. Newley carries it back and it's frenetic action. And uh, Nikki Island just getting up, telling the AAS girls to settle it down. Tolo has the rebound knocked away from her. It is indeed. They're not calling it now. Hunt will set up at the point. 18 seconds on the shot clock. 6.50 left to go in the game clock. Goes left side to Langford. Gives it off to Martin. Over the top to Hunt. Hunt now just 
goes up, gets a good stream from Tolo. Tolo, go, well, good body position by McLean Great. to work Tolo Box out down. of the box. Yeah, McCarden goes back to McLeod from the top of the arc. Shot doesn't fall. Martin will give it off to Hunt. Dean Kinsman trying to tell them, get back into the, uh, get back into the rhythm here. Martin, oh, it's good work that time by Finnegan. Gets in on the steal. And McLeod goes to ground. Then gets it to Pardon. Pardon. Fake shot by McLean. Goes inside. Puts up the J. Langford has fouled. Pardon from behind. Yeah, Ashby again. Good position on the defensive boards there and pulls it in strong. And Langford just uh, comes over the top and called for the foul. Ashby, 10 personal fouls. Tolo sits down as Francis comes back into the game. Ten, Ashby, ten personal fa- Ashby, ten yeah, rebounds. Yeah. Inbound ball to McLean. Good job of protecting the ball there on that against the big players. Who's that being called on? It has been called on... I think it might have been... Ma- no, so it's called on Francis. So Francis now has three personal yeah. fouls. We've got Gabby Richards and Jenna O'Hay came back into the game for um, Bendigo. As McLeod goes to the line... Shot is good. This is what was keeping Bendigo in the game in the first Early, half yeah. too. McLeod finally adds two a half-time score. Second shot is good as well, so she gets two points. Langford has to step <laughs> out of the play. Hunt, oh, oh ball was touched by McLeod. There. Yeah, Francis has to go and retrieve it. Newly, Hunt thought about the three for a moment. McLean got back on top of her. Langford, pull-up jumper from the lane. She retrieves her own rebound, but no, not can't, can't beat the ball and the sideline. This is an important possession here for uh, Bendigo. Five, almost six minutes to go. They're down by three. They've really stuck at it. Now they've got their starting group basically on the floor. So Over the top, McLean. Outside to Richards for three. It was a downtown three. Came off the iron. Ashby, reverse layup. We'll put it back in. Again, there she is on the glass, you know, doing the job and just finishing off the easy. Well, not so easy, but look, made it look easy. 11 rebounds, 12 points for Ashby tonight. Langford will be fouled by McLean. McLean will get her second personal foul. And Dean Kinsman pulling the ripcord here. The AS five team fouls against them. And the Spirit with only three this time out. What's Dean Kinsman saying? Well, I think one of the things that Dean will be talking to him about is the fact that they they do have five team fouls and they really don't want to be in a position where they're letting Bendigo get back into the game by putting them to the foul line. So I'll be talking about playing smart defensively, keeping their hands out, focusing on good body position and importantly, keeping them off of the boards. I mean, we've seen Karen Ashby come up with a couple of offensive boards the last couple of trips down the floor and, and that's dangerous. You know, you don't want to give teams cheap ones like that. So they'll be talking about that. I think at the offensive um, end of the floor, you'll just be talking to the girls about going back to what some of the good work that they were doing earlier in the game, getting the ball through their hands, you know, getting some good strong screen action and just get that flash cut action happening again and, and find the open players. So, um, you know, it's not panic stations, but it's a tight game, you know, and you've got to make sure that you ride out the bumps and the momentum and just get the girls refocused and uh, do the job, finish off this, what's been a great performance for, from them so far. It is 70, oh, what am I watching? 67 plays 66 here at the AS Training Hall. As uh, Well, what's Gary Graff picked up out of this game so far? Oh, look, I think Carrie will be sitting over there going, 
Jeez, I hope this one goes stays tight for the entire game. We could be in overtime too. That's something that uh, the Capitals would love. I'm hoping that. I'm just thinking. I'm hoping that you know McLeod plays the full game, and I'm hoping Gabby will play this one out, and uh, you know that sort of thing. But you know, the Caps will just be looking at what's working and what's not working. AAS have the ball in the front court. Newley's worked herself into the open here. Puts up a great jump shot from just inside the arc on the right hand side, and it's now 69-66. Momentum has been going out with the team that's called the timeout. AAS called that timeout. As now McLean looks to give it to McLeod. McLeod fakes the three. Got a good screen from Ashby, but dropped the ball onto her own foot. And that will be an important turnover. Yeah, because possession's so important coming down the stretch here. And those sort of simple, unforced errors are certainly ones that you don't want to have any of. As Hunt carries the ball to the left-hand side. Rolls off, gives it to Francis to Newley. Newley, yeah, big travel that time. Even I saw that one. (laughs) (laughs) And the rest did, which is amazing. (laughs) Oh, come on. They've been calling travels all year. 69 play, 66 here. Hunt, 17 points. McLeod, 18. Leading scorer on the floor. She has the ball in her hand. It's over the top, McLean. Richards now. Francis watching her. Tries to back it into the paint on Richards. On Francis, I mean. And Francis is going to be called for her fourth personal foul. Yeah, and that was... Bendigo was smart, that offensive set. They fed fed Gabby down in the post there and they just gave her a lot of room and let her go to work. So it will be from the baseline. Oh, no, it won't. It's going to the foul line. They're in the bonus. It's interesting, Jeremy Mole is, uh, Moyle, I should say, is having a chat with uh, Kathleen McLeod as Richards misses the first. Not expensive foul at the moment, except for the fact that it put uh, Francis on for Tolo and uh, Richards. Another offensive board for Ashby. Yeah, they, Tolo and, Rich, and Francis just got in their own way that time and Ashby was able to feed it out to O'Hay. 69 points apiece. Hunt takes it in herself. Oh, she put up the shot, but it came off a knee. Martin now fakes the uh, attempt, and she's called for the travel. (laughs) Maybe that's the only call they'll make now. Well, I don't know. It's a tough one. Ball from the side. The A's have to switch on. As McLeod carries it down, kicks it to Richards. Richards got O'Hay over the top, finds McLeod. Francis gets hands on it. It was tapped as the pass was going to Ashby and it's over the side into the uh, the Canberra Capitals sitting on the uh-huh. sideline there. O'Hay looking to inbound it. Goes along to Richards. Hand off to O'Hay. O'Hay tries to take on Hunt. Oh, Tolo gets bumped out the way. Richards is down there in the paint, banks it in. That's just O'Hay's persistence again, isn't it? You know, she lost the ball. She just fought after it, got it, came up with it. I found Richards under the basket. Last two times down the floor, Bendigo have had defensive stops. They outlet it to Newley for three. It's mm. short. And they have another defensive win. 71 plays, 69. And McLeod oh, dumps over the top to Ashby. Ashby's shot was short. Newley got a hand on it that time. Martin gives it to Hunt. They're all standing still. They're tired, these oh, girls. Tired. And Hunt. Kicks it back to Newley into Tolo. Tolo can't get it. She does her own rebounding. Second put up is good. And we're back to 71 points apiece with the three-minute warning. Yeah, and I think, look, you can. Ashby's looking tired. She's played the full 38 minutes, so... There's McLeod backing in. 
Pull-up jumper over the top of Hunt. Doesn't drop. Hits the side of the iron. Hunt gets the rebound herself. Just let you have a look at some of those minutes there. 37 minutes for McLeod. As, oh, great work. Colo feeds the cutting Francis on the baseline. And they are in front by two, the AIS. 73, play 71. Francis with 11 points. McLeod drives around the arc. Oh, Francis fouls herself out of the game with a very, very poor defensive reach in. Yeah, and got a timeout called. That was just um, not thinking, really. You know, not what you want someone to be doing on a play like that. You know, one of your bigs stepping out on that screen situation and just reaching in there against a little guard. Not good. Two players have played all the minutes in this game. Then on 22 minutes is Gabby Richards. 15 minutes, Jasmine Finnegan. 14 minutes, Louise McLean. Uh, 24 minutes, General Hay. As opposed to the AIS, who have been rotating, but still, uh, Kayla Francis out of the game now, but 29-33, the uh, most, I think. Mia Newley, 26-13. Then it's Tolo, 24 minutes Looking at the points, and Francis goes out of the game with 11, but it's 18 points for... Well, 18 points for Hunt on... No, sorry, 17 points for Hunt, 13 for Newley. Tolo is 12, Francis 11. They're the only ones in double figures for the AIS. Six points for Martin, five for uh, Cumming, four for Esri, then two points apiece for... Um, Langford and also Kennedy, one point for Cambridge. For the Bendigo Spirit, 19 points for O'Hay, 18 for McLeod, 14 for Richards, 12 for Ashby, 8 for Pardon. Not a big spread of scorers there for the Bendigo Spirit. Remembering that they got 22 of their 71 points from the charity stripe, the IAS only 8 points. It's a big difference, and they're sending Kathleen McLeod back to get a few more here. Makes the first. So Dean Kinsman deciding to ice the shooter. (laughs) So far, not in his favour. McLeod misses the second, though. Langford does the rebounding. We'll give it to Hunt. Hunt has to pull it down from about Kayla Francis' height. Um, Change up in D here from Bendigo. They're going to 1-3-1 zone. See how long it takes AIS to adjust. Oh, travel again, this time on Tolo. Just a call there. I think they've called a delay a game warning. Because um, one of the AS players jacked up the shot after the whistle. So, McLeod goes to O'Hay in the front court. O'Hay to Ashby. Ashby... To Langford, Ashby into the paint. Good job. Oh, it was great work there. She worked with hands in her face. And it's a one-point ball game, 74-273. Martin almost has the ball stripped away. Goes to Newley. Newley takes it to the basket. It bounces around on the iron, but drops. 75, play 74. One minute and 37 seconds. This is going down to the wire, Craig. It is indeed. As McLeod... Goes to Richards at the right elbow. Richards into the paint. Outside to Ashby. 15 foot. Jay is good. She's not tired, is she? You know, she's played the whole game and she's still making shots when she needs to and getting after the boards as she needs to. I think she's used to playing lots of long minutes. 
Spirit lead by one. 76-75. The pass from Langford to Martin in the corner is intercepted by McLean. Gives it to McLeod. Back to McLean. Back to McLeod. Ashby in the back is open. But they go to O'Hay in the front. Hunt strips. Nicole Hunt called for the foul. That will be Nicole Hunt. I think. No, third. Third? Yep. AS calling another timeout here with a minute and two seconds. That's their second timeout. Dean needs to talk about what they're going to do at the offensive end of the floor because, you know, Bendigo came out of that um, timeout and threw a 1-3-1 zone at the AIS and they, you know, Mia, you know, she knocked down a nice shot and she got a good penetration, but they didn't look at all organised or settled against that. So they'll talk a little bit about about what to do there. I wouldn't be surprised now that Bernie will take them out of it, of course, <laughs> as, as you'd expect. But, but if they roll back in it on the next def- uh, on the next defensive play, yes, just because they drop out of it that play, you've got to know what you want them to do the next time around. Exactly, exactly. So, and I think the thing, other thing Dean will be talking to... Um, uh, the AIS about is that defensively they've been lucky. They've had a couple of real defensive breakdowns. They had Ashby free under the basket. Fortunately, Bendigo didn't actually uh, find her under there. But, um, you know, just need a bit better communication and a bit more hustle and talk defensively. Keep those hands out. Hmm. Katie Gay's a three-point shooter. reason why I'm talking about three-point shooters now, she hasn't had many minutes. It's a one-point ball game, but we are going to take the Bendigo Spirit to the line here mm. so they'll be three points ahead if they convert both. That's right. Bendigo shooting at 79% from the line. General Hay about to uh, set herself up for two more free throws and try to extend this lead as we go into the last minute. She makes the first mm. So Bendigo lead by two, 77-75. As the second's in, and it's all net. It's a three-point ball game here as Bendigo muscle it back down the court now to set themselves up. Coming on the right-hand side. Goes back to Hunt. Inside to Newley on the right elbow. Backs into the paint. Kicks it back out to Cumming. Inside to Tolo. Outside to Newley. Newley sets for three. All this. We're all tied up with 46 seconds left to go in the game. Caps are loving this on the sideline. It's a big one to knock down, that one. Oh, hey. On the right-hand 45. Over the top to Ashby. Ashby has Newley. Oh, great job by O'Hay. It doesn't fall. It's tapped away. Tolo with 28 seconds left. Hands off. Newley will hand it back to Hunt. Now they have to put up a shot. So it will be the Dandy, it'll be Bendigo's last play. 11 seconds. Dean Kinsman calling the plays out from the sideline. Hunt holds it back and forward. Goes around to Richards. Richards gets it inside. It's home. Foul called on O'Hay. Shot didn't count. It didn't drop anyway. O'Hay's fouled out of the game with 5.4 seconds left on the clock. I didn't see the shot clock, but the shot clock looks like it was down to zero when the shot was going (laughs) up and the foul was called. Well, when the foul was called, the shot never went up. Maya Newley saying she was in the act of shooting. Oh, Hay's still on the court. She's been fouled yeah. out. Oh, Hay had no choice there. She had to, you know, had to go help, had to foul. And uh, are they going to put it to the line or not? Are they calling the baseline? Dean Kinsman. Well, it's a win for the AIS if it does go to the baseline. 
because they'll have a 24-second shot clock with five seconds on the game clock. Well, they'll certainly get the last shot, so... It's all tied up at 78 points apiece. Yeah. I guess... Although, sending someone to the line is an easy way to make two, to give you the lead and, you know, do the job defensively. So, you know, it's half a dozen one way. Well, you've got to make the shot, though, no matter... You've got yeah. to at least, you know, free throws, you score one, you're in front. Yeah. Here, you miss the shot, you're into overtime. Well, true, true. So, and into overtime where girls have played some big minutes, they've got players with foul trouble. AIS, AIS are just going well. We've got one more play. Yep, that's what they're drawing on the board right now. Now, the AIS pulling the uh, trigger on this time out here are deciding we're going to win the game in normal time mm. because they'll go into five minutes of overtime without any timeouts. Without timeout. Bernie Harrell has held onto his. I thought they get, oh, no, no, they one get an extra time out. Yeah, so they do, yeah. yeah. So they'll get a timeout each in overtime if mm. it does go to that. At the moment... I think Bernie will retain his. It's... it's um, at the moment, it's going to overtime with five seconds left. AIS with one play from the baseline. And, uh, Is well, it the Laura Jackson play? Well, <laughs> Probably not. No, you wouldn't think so. The AIS. Mia Newley from the baseline now. Tolo is not in the paint. Martin is. Hunt for the three. Hunt for the three to win it. Rattles uh, off the iron. Bendigo has the ball. It's McLeod on the buzzer. It's overtime, overtime. here at the training <laughs> hall. And the Caps are loving it. Absolutely. Well, the AS a good big call yeah, going to for get. the uh, three-pointer. It was a big open look. The Bendigo spirit had clogged up the paint. So yeah. uh, it, it's always a tough one there whether you, uh, whether you go for the three or you uh, try to just battle it out for the two. They still had a few seconds left. Yeah. I guess it's, you know, that situation, you, you run your play and you've got a couple of scoring options. They cut down one, then the three-point shot was the one that was obviously open. You've got to take it. And, you know, it was a good look at it. It was a, it was a very good look at the three and just came out of the back of the eye. And so, you know, another five minutes um, to go. And we've got a situation here with Bendigo. I've got a few players in foul trouble. Got Geno Hay out of the game who was starting to find some offensive uh, scoring power for them and, you know, some fresh legs in the AIS group. So wait and see. I think it'll... It's it's one of those things, you know, overtime is generally it's either going to stay close or you find that a team just blows the other team out. Um, you know, now, so there's eight fouls against the AIS in this quarter to four for the Bendigo Spirit. The AIS lost, <laughs> lost the chance of winning this game by giving away 25 points from the free throw line. I know you're going to ask Coach Dean Kinsey, <laughs> or if you're not, I'm going to shoot you for not asking. <laughs> okay. After this game. But, uh, well, 78 points apiece. And Francis and General Hay both out of the game, both fouled out of the game. So you'd say it's fairly even across the board there with uh, both teams having one important post player out of the game. That's right. Um, Leading scorers, General Hay, who is fouled out, is on 21. Kathleen McLeod, though, who isn't fouled out, is on 19. Karen Ashby on 16. Mia Newley is on 18 for the AIS with Nicole Hunt on 17 and Marianne Tolo on 12. It's AIS, first use of the ball coming out of the break. We're into the first period of overtime here at the training hall. 
Waiting for uh, everyone to set themselves up. The AS will get your first use of it. Hunt will get the inbound ball from Martin. Tolo, Newley and Cumming is the AS lineup. It's McLean, McLeod, Walsh, Ashby and Richards. Hunt gets the ball. Over the top to Tolo. Over to the left-hand side now will be Cumming. Then it goes back to Hunt. Across, Cumming sets herself for three. Oh, hits the iron, rattles out again. And Richards kicks it off to McLeod. McLeod brings it down the right-hand wing. Goes herself to the lane. Pulls up on the lane. Goes back outside to McLean. McLean for three. Bang! Three-point advantage to the a, uh, to the uh, Bendigo Spirit. It's a nice way for him to start over time. It is indeed. Newly now goes to the left-hand side to coming again. Coming works her way around the arc. She gave herself some space. Bounce pass inside to Newly. Newly drains the shot from the right-hand elbow. 81 plays 80 now with four minutes and 12 seconds left. Newly's a danger for the Bendigo team. She's really just. Um been good and solid for the Ashby last 15 minutes. kicks it to McLean for another three. They have found the range of McLean here <laughs> when in it overtime. matters. When it matters. <laughs> 84 plays 80, a four-point lead to the Bendigo Spirit. McLeod goes around. Hunt been to the corner. Two's coming. Back to Hunt. Gives it to, uh, to Martin. Martin drives in, hits Tolo down on the baseline and Tolo converts. Two-point ball game, 84-82. Well, they're staying at it. They're just, you know, threes as opposed to twos, just giving the lead to Bendigo. Richards outside the arc, gets the ball that McLean was able to get back. Goes back to Ashby. Ashby rattles off the iron, and Martin now has a chance to even it up as she carries the ball down the floor, kicks it to the right, to the left side, two coming. Now to Hunt at the point. Right-hand side, Martin, 45, goes inside to Newley. Newley takes on Richards, jacks up. She thought there was going to be a whistle on the play that time. Just put up a prayer. McLeod having a big overtime. This time, quick pass. McLeod gets it to Ashby, and Ashby makes the two. Four-point lead with two minutes and 52 seconds left to go in the game. AIS needs to get a score this possession. Tolo at the top of the key. Hands off to Cumming. Cumming works around, gets to the baseline, and the foul on Richards. Richards sits down. That's her 15 foul. So Richards out of the game. That is a huge play in the scheme of it because Richards has been doing the defensive work that has been critical. Surprise, the AAS are going for a timeout here. Yeah, although Dean probably wants to talk a little bit about what that... See, defensively, I think they're still struggling against that zone, so we might talk a little bit about that. And also, with Gabby out of the game now, what where they might look to exploit, because they're probably going to have the size on um, on Bendigo, and they might want to just change up what they're doing a little bit offensively and look to pump the ball inside to Ashby and uh, see if she can do some... Uh, sorry, not into Ashby, into um, Tolo. Tolo, thank you. And, and see what she can do in there, do some damage. Four points the difference here with two minutes and 43 seconds going in the fifth period of the game. First period of overtime, 86 plays, 82. Bendigo Spirit have that advantage now. And uh, it has been a hot one. Bendigo with eight points in this period of overtime. Two three-point bangs mm. from McLean was the difference so far. And... Uh, 
Well, they're, they're the sorts of things that drive a stake through your heart, aren't they? <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, have a player who comes out and just really Drains hasn't them. been an offensive uh, impact yep. on the game up until that point and then knocks down two threes to start up the overtime period. Ouch. <laughs> yes, both teams now in the bonus. That foul that has Richard sitting down for the rest of the game. Guess these two fouled out uh, players now mean that the Caps don't benefit from them playing extra minutes. No. Uh, there's an up for the Bendigo Spirit <laughs> who have a three-point lead. Coming makes the first and the second. <laughs> it's down to a two-point advantage. So right. 86 plays 84 as the bench has just... Well... The bench has just asked for a timeout here, or for a break in play, I should say, as the clock hadn't restarted by the looks of it from when the ball went back into play. So the crowd, there's a hush in this crowd (laughs) at the moment. 86 plays 84. The Bendigo Spirit with the advantage for 2 minutes and 43. I think it should be about 2 minutes and uh, 41 probably on the game clock. Not sure exactly what's going on. No, the ref's just talking as the two teams decide to use this timeout. Alright, so the buzzer has gone out here. We've lost uh, power to the buzzer. So, STF uh, <laughs> just uh, on the call. Uh, we might have to... Disappointing, isn't it? An overtime game to yeah, have this sort of thing. Just have a break. Uh, <laughs> well, the team's... Dean Kinsman, just having a quick chat Must with Must be a manual Hunt. horn somewhere, I would have thought. That you would think you'd have a spare handy. As the, well, I know the guys from facilities here just rushing off to get one now. Mm, they're sending the teams to the bench, so they're obviously... So, don't have a spare just sitting there. No. We're going to have a technical timeout here. <laughs> as, uh, well, two points in it. Two minutes and 43 seconds left. And uh, plenty of pressure on both these teams. Me and Yuli, leading scorer for the AIS on 20 points. Nicole Hunt on 17. 14 for Mariana Tolo. Francis with 8 rebounds. Hunt with 7. And Nikita Lee Martin with 6. Jennifer Hay is leading the scoring but sitting down now. 21 points. Kathleen McLeod, 19 points. Karen Ashby on 18 points. Ashby, 12 rebounds. A big double-double for yeah, her. Yeah, that's, that's good numbers for her. McLeod had 16 at the at the half and has only really produced three points for the remainder of the game. So well, it's not to say she won't come out in the next two and a half minutes and add some more, but her scoring rate has really slowed down in the second half. Yeah, nine defensive rebounds, three offensive rebounds for, uh, for Karen Ashby. Just looking to see if she could get a triple out of the game, but she'd have to feed off a few assists <laughs> there to make it because she's only on five, on five at the minute. Yeah. Kathleen McLeod shooting 80% from the free throw line. She's had 15 uh, shots from there, yeah. converting 12, shooting 30% from the field, but uh, she has just managed to draw 11 fouls out of the AIS. So they're going to uh, go with a backup now. They've got a whistle on the bench. <laughs> yep. As the uh, Bendigo Spirit two point leaders have the ball in hand. Two minutes and 35 seconds. Oh, tight ball inside. Ashby gets uh, away from Newley. Strong work from Ashby. She is becoming quite a player. Hard to believe she had like a 12-year hiatus out of the WNBL. As she hunt rolls away, Tolo has to run back and get the ball. 
AIS just looking a bit rattled here. Hunt kicks it on to coming for three. Oh. Hits the side of the iron. 88 plays 84. 4.4 game. And the Spirit. Two minutes left and a chance to build on that lead now. Really need a stop here, the AIS. As McLean goes to Ashby over the top to Walsh. Walsh, well, can't make the layup. Tolo gets the rebound, gives it to Martin, gives it to Hunt. Right-hand side. Oh, good work by Cumming who drives down the baseline. Cumming ends up in the seats in the front row of the baseline and McLean gets her third personal foul. And importantly, you know, this is going to the line in dead time to knock down the two, so Cumming needs to make these. Important to get it back to a two-point ball game. A minute 45 left. The AAS have not led in overtime. Bendigo coming out and draining six points from two threes right off the bat after the AAS had first use of the ball. Coming makes both and moves along to nine points for the game. Two-point ball game, but Bendigo have possession. 88-86, minute 38 left. McLeod goes to the left, gives it to McLean, then off to Walsh. Walsh gets it into Ashby. Ashby called for the travel as she went to collect the ball. She was in the middle of it, not quite getting to the dribble. Yeah, just felt a little bump and couldn't quite ride it. And away you go, turnover. So here's an important possession, you know. They can get the game back to even Stevens. Hunt carries it down, gets the handoff from Newley, then makes the layup as she goes through. All tied up again, a minute 20 to go. You know, really critical each possession now. McLean gives it to McLeod. McLeod outside on that perimeter. Jacks up the big three off the side of the iron. Goes over the baseline. Walsh couldn't get to it in time. AIS with the possession from their defensive baseline. And it's 88 points apiece. Minute and six seconds. Long Christmas special is the call. (laughs) As Polo is caught. Oh, Oh, Walsh gets the steal. It was called a carry by Walsh. Well, Lucky. it's very hard, you, you know, you're slapping the ball upwards, a carry, a slap. Whistle on the play. I was kicked away, I think, by McLeod on the inbound pass. Mm. Yeah, they've reset the shot clock on that last position oh, okay. when they shouldn't have, so they're just winding it down. We're going to ride 20 it down seconds. to 20. They'll run the sh- how do they, or they'll have to run the shot clock down separately to the game clock. Yeah. 20 seconds on the shot clock. Five, 59.7 seconds in the game. So next score wins if it's done in the next minute. Well, that's not quite right, is it? There's a bit more than one play left in it. Hunt's going to car- try and carry it all away. Finnegan's called for the foul. And Finnegan will get her first personal of the game. Mm. Sends Hunt to the line. Again in dead time. Well, this will give her the lead. And Bendigo have dried up on the scoreboard. They certainly have. Looking at... Oh. oh, Nicole Hunt misses the shot. Just looking... Uh, it's been... Hunt gets the lead with the second shot. I was just trying to find out how long it's been. Since the uh, uh, since Bendigo scored, 50 seconds left. Ashby on the baseline goes back to McLean. 
gets it to Finnegan, around to Walsh. Walsh looking to get it to Ashby. No, goes to McLean. Nine seconds on the shot clock. She almost lost control of it. Goes back. Finnegan fakes a three. Gets inside. Tolo with a big block shot. Ashby comes up with it. And there is a foul from Newley. It was a silly foul because it sends Bendigo to the line with seconds remaining. 31.5 seconds remaining. Newley gets a third personal foul. It was tough in the clinches. It was. I mean, look, you know, say it's a silly foul, but it's one of those ones. Possession's so important. She just aggressively went to get after the ball and... Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yes. And she sent Karen Ashby to the line. That's Ashby shot from the line. Uh, sorry, so I'll have to uh, go. I don't remember her going that often. But no, she hasn't. She's done most of her work from the floor. Ashby has not gone to the not line. She's the scored line. <laughs> all her 20 points from the field. <laughs> nice warm-up. <laughs> yes. yes. AAS lead by one. Bendigo Spirit going to go from... I think the story of overtime has really been the score bench, hasn't it? Oh, it has it's been. been stoppage got another stoppage delay. For some reason or another, unfortunately. As, uh, well, how important has the defence of mm. Bendigo been? Making that half-court stop. It was oh, yeah. called a carry, but the AS never recovered from that, yeah. really. And then they were able to get another defensive shot, stop when the ball did get down right. into the uh, front half of the AIS. It is now AIS just finally pulling in to have a uh, chat about what they're going to do. There's still two possessions in this game, so, you know, 31 seconds to go. Yeah, that's the... Ashby knocks them both down. Yeah. Ashby knocks them both down. Spirit lead by one. AIS would need to go for a two and then a defensive stop. Yes. And that is assuming that the clock doesn't get stopped anywhere else <laughs> in this game. And so far, it has been a long five minutes of overtime. <laughs> As Ashby will go to the line. So yeah. Ashby's been iced by the score bench this time. <laughs> As she steps up to the line, hasn't had a shot from the free throw line. Experienced campaigner though. The AAS crowd... Getting behind the AAS and uh, she misses the first. So, the second one, important. It'll be interesting to see what Bendigo do off this if she scores, if they extend defensively. She makes the second. She does indeed. They are extending defensively a little here. Martin is getting down the court and looking to get herself alone as it goes into the front court now. Newley goes to Martin on the 45, but she'd been all around the court in the front front half. Then it goes back. Hunt to Martin again. Newley puts up the shot. She fouled. The shot she dropped. (laughs) And the AIS (laughs) have got the shot to drop and the bonus. 91-89 and Newley will go to the line. Wow. To make it a two-point game. You know, this makes it tough. We got, you know. Fourth personal foul now on, uh, I think it's McLean. And the score bench again talking with the referees. Bernie Harrow also having a chat with the <laughs> score bench and the referees. Newly getting iced at the line this time. She's got one. And it's one important because. 
13.3 seconds left in the game. Newley is the leading scorer for the AAS. 22 points. A three-point lead just puts that much more pressure on the offensive team. So if she knocks this down, which she has... And a timeout called by Bernie Harrow. He's got to talk about it. He, that's what they would have been talking to the referee about was the fact that he wanted the timeout because given that the hood is not blowing and all the rest of it, you know, they would have been he making him make aware. Sure it was clear. Make sure that it was aware that he wanted it because, you know, you're going to do something different. It's either you're going for a three-point shot or you're going for a layup. So, um, yeah. Well, you got 13 seconds. Yep. Obviously, the AS aren't going to full-court pressure you because you've got to make a three to get it into overtime. Yeah. So you're going, to, you're going to completely pull out of any, any shenanigans in the backcourt. Uh, or do you want to try and hold them up in the backcourt to make them rush a shot? Uh, I'd actually, I'd put them up in the front court a bit, I think, and just slow them down and try and take some seconds off of the clock in the backcourt to get would, into the half court. So game. you would play a full court press? I'd, I'd, put, I'd put some pressure up there in the front court. You've got to be really smart and really safe about the way that you do that. But, you know, instead of them giving them, you know, one, one and a half seconds to get the ball down the floor and leaving them with 12 seconds in the back in the front court, you know, take three off the clock in the backcourt. All right, I'm saying then... If I'm Bernie Harrower, if they're pressuring me at the front court, go at them. Absolutely. Draw the foul from them in, whilst you're in the back court. Yep. Absolutely. And then we can come up here, tie this thing up from the free absolutely. throw line, yep. and still have some time up our sleeve to be able to try and get another play. Exactly. I mean, uh, you know, that, that's the dilemma, isn't it? You know, so I don't know. I don't know what um, Dean will do, but I'd certainly have them putting some pressure. Well, it's going to be a ball from the side. So that completely changes the complexion. Why is that from the side? Though? I don't know why it's from the side. Yeah. Ball into the backcourt, though. Goes to McLean. Over the top to Ashby. Ashby has got Newley. Hand off for McLeod for three. Rattles oh, in. She nails and it. Indigo nails it. Oh, 5.3 <laughs> seconds left. And it is a one-point lead. Bendigo. Oh, oh, it's Nicole Hunt oh, from oh, half court. <laughs> Nicole Hunt from oh, half court. Certainly made some adjustments there. We train with heart rate monitors every training session a week. I think I need one on me. Um, you know, look, it's an awesome result for us and it's a great character building one. You know, we've been playing well. We did it the hard way, but, you know, a lot of determination to get them over the line. And it puts you in, like, a good spot for the rest of the season, doesn't it? You know, a good win um, under some pressure against a quality team and that gives them some confidence to go forward and finish out the season. Oh, absolutely. We're looking forward to next weekend big time. You know, Bulleen, Perth, back-to-back double for us. is a massive weekend. We've got to enjoy this but keep our feet on the ground. Absolutely. Thank you, time. Dean Kinsman there speaking with Michelle Hocking as she goes over to Bernie Harrower and uh, we'll speak to a few of the players. What a game it was. It was Nicole Hunt from half court nailing the three. Hard way to lose the game. game there, Bernie. A bit disappointing. Yeah, it certainly was. Um, you know, we, we probably, our D wasn't where I wanted it to be tonight, but um, 
you know, the girls battled hard and, uh, you know, that AIS kids played really well, so um, take nothing away from them. Um, you know, but we've given up 95 points and it's just way too much. I know it went over time, but it's still just way too much if we want to be competitive in this league. Absolutely, and I guess, you know, the difficulty is you drop this one tonight and you've got to back up tomorrow against the Cats. Um, I guess, you know, the girls need to refocus tonight and, and put this one aside. Is that a tough job for you to manage? Yeah, it is. You know, we'll, they'll be bitterly disappointed because we, you know, we got ourselves into a position to win the game and, you know, late in it and we allowed it, you know, just some, some poor turnovers down the stretch in the end of regulation time that allowed some AIS scores and, um, you know, and then in overtime, yeah, but without Gabe and Jenna on the floor, it fouled out. You know, the girls battled, you know, really well, but um, it's still a disappointing loss. Well, good luck for tomorrow. Thank you. As Bernie Harrower, well, sums up the game, Michelle Hocking is going to speak with the, uh, well, the big shot at the end. Maya Newley, first Big up. game for you guys tonight, a great win. And uh, you personally put some big numbers up and made some important shots coming down the stretch. Yeah, well, after the Adelaide game last week, we knew we didn't bring our, bring the game that we usually play, and we trained hard all week. So def- we definitely knew we could come and come after Bendigo. So we're very happy that we did. That's great. And for the season for you, you've had a good season, and the group's had a you know a reasonable season. Got some good wins throughout the year. You know, moving on to next season, which you're probably not thinking about yet. But what what's on the line for you next season? Oh, look, I definitely want to go home and start up my studies. But as you said. Um, so at the moment, I'm just looking forward to finishing the rest of the season with the AIS and making sure we end on a good note. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Well, Nicole Hunt, I'm sure, is the uh, next one that uh, Michelle will be uh, looking for. <laughs> I think because she's just explaining what happened there. Is, uh, well, got Nicole Hunt here knocking down a huge shot to win the game there for the AIS. How are you feeling about well, that one? Yeah, pretty excited. I think um, we felt like we've been in it all game and to be in overtime too, that's pretty fluky shot but not complaining at all. Um, we had that happen to us at Worlds and it was the worst feeling ever so you do feel for the Bendigo girls but yeah I'll take it any day. So you had a good game all round, you know it's a tough matchup on McLeod but you did a really good job on, on her and you personally you know offensively contributed a lot. Was that your focus for the game was to sort of you know shut her down and um, yeah, defensively, definitely. She's a great player, had lots of experience with her Opals too as she's played um, Gems and also Sapphires and been through the Institute program and stuff. But um, I think I got a couple of early fouls and we put some other girls. And overall, I think we just, even though she was still good the whole way through, but it would wear her down. We had about five girls play on us, so it was a team effort. Go enjoy it. Thank you. As uh, Nicole Hunt rejoins the team that is still embracing over in underneath their uh, home basket as uh, Michelle Hocking is uh, looking for Karen Ashby. I think uh, she's making her way over to speak to Karen now as, uh, well... Disappointing not to get that one. Um, You personally had a pretty good game with some big numbers on the boards and on the scoreboard but unable to get over the AS tonight. Yeah, bitterly disappointing, obviously, to lose um, in overtime like that. Um, yeah, lost for words at the moment. Very disappointing. That was a big game for us um, trying to make finals. But um, all credit to the AIS. They played very, very well. And you guys have to back up tomorrow, and that's a tough ask, isn't it? It is a tough ask, but um, you know, at the moment the heads are down a little bit, but in two minutes' time they'll be up and we'll be fired up to get Canberra. And we know that we can beat those guys we have before, and hopefully we'll do it tomorrow. 
That's right. It's the, for the series against you guys tomorrow, isn't it, really? Because you won, won all. Um, what's the plan for tomorrow? Have you guys focused on that this week? Or is it tough when you've got one game and then you've got to back up? Look, yeah, we were focusing on the AIS game, but um, we played really well against Canberra last week. We just didn't make the shots, so we'll go in the same game plan. And if we hit more shots, we'll um, come out on top. Thanks for your time. Karen Ashby there. As you could tell, a dejected Karen Ashby speaking with Michelle Hocking. Uh, the stats have just come to hand, so I will run you through a few of them. Leading scorers, well, there was two for the AAS on 23 points, and you heard from both of them, Mia Newley and also Nicole Hunt. Then it was 14 points for Mariana Tolo, 11 points for Kayla Francis, uh, then it was nine points for Stephanie Cumming, who had a very solid game. Jamie, uh, sorry, Nikita Lee Martin on six points. Four points for Katie Esri, who was quiet in the second half. Then two points for Jamie Kennedy and Emma Langford, with two points also to Elizabeth Cambridge. For the Bendigo Spirit, 21, 22 points for Kathleen McLeod, 21 apiece for Jenna O'Hay and Karen Ashby, who had a remarkable 14 rebounds. A fantastic effort from her. Then it's back to 14 points for Gabrielle Richards, then 8 points for Lisa Pardon, and 6 points for Louise McLean. All those 6 points coming in overtime from two big 3-point attempts. AIS shooting at 49% for the game was a, a big, big improvement by the AIS for mine. But giving 33 opportunities for the Bendigo Spirit to put points on you, of which they put 26 of their points from the free throw line, is the, uh, the huge negative, Michelle. Absolutely, but at the same time, the positive was they went to the line 21 times in the first half, so they really did make those adjustments that uh, Dean talked about in the post-game interview. Um, so, you know, it, it's not good to send a team to the line that many times, but it, it's positive that they were able to adjust and, and change that. So, you know, um, AIS are absolutely thrilled with that win, as they should be. They really had a, a good shot at it, and they, they took it all the way, and as you can imagine, Bendigo are pretty well shattered right about, about now. I'm not sure what that does for their finals chance, but it's certainly make it very, very difficult for him to hold on to that fourth spot, I'd imagine. It is going to be a tough one. They would have penciled that one in as a win. Tomorrow, it is uh, Michelle Hocking and Simon Peters bringing us all the action from Southern Cross Stadium, where it will be the Capitals up against the Bendigo Spirit and uh, the, the split for this series, Canberra-Bendigo, is one apiece. That's right. So knowing that you're talking about fourth place playing third place, it is a critical, critical game. Michelle, thanks for being with us tonight. An exciting one to call, that is for sure. The AAS getting up 95 to 92 on sportradio.com.au. This is the AIS Basketball Network.